Louisville City FC is on the air. And Fontes saves! Danny Fontes dove to his left and stopped it! Right here on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Elijah Winder! He scores! Incredibly! They're going berserk in Lynn Family Stadium. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. It is a soggy Lynn Family Stadium this evening. The site for tonight's U.S. Open Cup game, Louisville City FC against Lexington Sporting Club. A brand new in-state rivalry just up the road on I-64. Two cities that know each other well in sporting events, Louisville and Lexington, but it's a different color scheme. Instead of red versus blue, it's purple versus green. The names aren't the same. It's not the cards, the cats. It's Lou City against Lexington SC. A very exciting proposition tonight in the U.S. Open Cup. And this is why you have to love this tournament because you get matchups like this. I'm Milby. Casey Whitfield is still here as we get you set for the game. Kickoff coming up exactly at 7.30. We were saying 7.33 during Soccer City. It's going to be exactly 7.30, what we now understand. Again, the weather kind of playing with the schedule tonight. But uh, we hang loose, and we're going to have some soccer for you. Uh, Casey, we talked about it a little bit in Soccer City, but let's dive into the weather and how that plays a factor today. we got Louisville City on a quick turnaround coming home from California after a lopsided loss. we got a Lexington team that's going to be eager to put on a show, eager to make a statement, eager to uh, put out their identity into the world uh, with a big win over a team that is in a bigger league than them, a team that is from the bigger city in the state, a team that has won championships and has been uh, a leader in their league for the better part of a decade. Uh, there is a lot about this game. Throw in the weather, a wet field, a delayed start. There's a lot about this game that kind of makes you a little bit nervous if you're a Louisville City fan. It feels like it's setting up for an upset, which is what the U.S. Open Cup is all about. I mean, I can't deny that at all. I think it's going to be a battle, and it's going to be a sloppy game. I think Lucid is going to try to play their really clean style of possession soccer, but I think given the conditions, with it being slick, you know, given you're playing against a team that has literally nothing to lose, it's going to be an absolute battle out there. I do think it's going to set up nicely for a team that is just coming, and as Ted Lasso would say, bring the chaos hammer on them. (laughs) So (laughs) I think it's going to set up nicely for Lexington in that aspect. I will say these were some of my favorite type of conditions to play in, though, was those wet fields, because as a forward, it, it was so fun just to have so much unpredictability in the shots. Like, you'd shoot the ball, and it would skip in one direction. So from a goalkeeper's standpoint, a defender's standpoint, it's going to be a nightmare of a game. But from a forward standpoint, it could be really fun because it's going to set up for a really fast-paced game. But I'm excited to see it. I think Lou City has a whole lot to prove, but so does Lexington. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, be, because – they're a brand-new team. Absolutely. This is only their third game. Yeah. They've played two games in league play. Both of them have been on the road. Um, they've lost both of them. Uh, they're a team that's coming together. They've got a lot of young talent that is inexperienced, but talent. They've got a couple of veterans that are uh, older, uh, but majority of these guys are just a couple of years out of college or have sort of been journeymen on the periphery of the professional game, trying to make their way in professional soccer. So it's, it's a little bit of a hodgepodge Lexington team, but they're coming together, and as you said, uh, you said it perfectly. They have nothing to lose in this game. 
They are on the road against a team that is heavily favored against them. This game does not count in the league standings, remember, which applies to both teams, obviously. But you can just put that in the psyche of Lexington a little bit because they're not expected to win. They can say, oh, you know what, if we lose, it doesn't even hurt us. Um, exactly. So, and, and to your point about the wet field, if you're an attacking player, you've got to stay on your toes because you never know when the ball is going to come back to you after a shot is put on target. If you're a goalkeeper, it makes your ability to sh- uh, stop shots and also make sure the ball isn't put back into play all that much more important. If you parry the ball, if you punch the ball, it's got to be to the side. It's got to be around the post or over the bar. It can't be back into the middle because someone, a smart attacking player, will be there to pounce on that loose ball. Um, all that to say... This should be a really entertaining game, I think, even if, even if we get a, a, a one-sided game, which is a, which is a, a possibility tonight. It's going to be entertaining. I love the Open Cup because you have games like this, because you have – I feel like the games are just so much more fun than regular season games because it's like a tournament style. you got and it's way do, more it's competitive. And it's do or die. Yeah, yeah, there's so much more competitiveness out there. I, I don't know. I think it's going to be really cool. It's going to be a fun environment. I think on the field it's going to be a battle. It's going to be – Really cool to watch. I mean, I, I don't. What more could you want from a soccer game? We got uh, about ten minutes to go before kickoff. Let's take a break here on the pregame show. When we come back, we'll hear a little more from Louisville City's head coach Danny Cruz. He had thoughts on Lexington. Also had some thoughts on what is left for this team, Louisville City. Again, these deflating losses. Maybe it's fortunate that Louisville City is, is seeing them so early in the year because they have a lot of time to bounce back. So that's what's to come on the other side of the break. Of course, we will get you the starting lineups and kickoff right before uh, kickoff, that is, at the bottom of the hour, 7.30, here live from Lynn Family Stadium. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN Louisville. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's gonna be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Nance and Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nance and Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nanceandcraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nance and Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. It's Danny Cruz, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 1057, and the ESPN Louisville app. We've obviously been able to to scout the first two games. Uh, I think the shape is is very clear. Um, Similar to the situation that we're in, though, they've lost the first two, so he could change things. Um, But... You know, our focus is, is on where we need to be better, you know, especially here at home, starting the game the right way. 
they have some dangerous pieces up top uh, for them, uh, and and I think they're a team that's still coming together, but they're they're dangerous in transition and, and a group that we need to make sure that uh, we come out and we start the right way. Don't give them any confidence. That is Louisville City coach Danny Cruz on his opponents tonight, Lexington Sporting Club. You know, and I completely agree with that because you can't worry about what the other team is doing if you aren't taking care of business yourself. And in the past two games, Lou City did not take care of business. So, therefore, they have to focus on themselves, what they need to do to be successful in the game, and hope that by imposing their style, imposing their game on Lexington, it will be enough to win the game. But you can't sit there and worry about, oh, is Lexington going to do this, 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 when your team isn't doing this, this, this. That's absolutely true. And I think if you're Louisville City, uh, you have to remember, you have to believe in yourself, which is not something these players don't already do, but you have to remind yourself after uh, conceding eight consecutive goals that you're the bigger team, you're the more experienced team, you're a team that's been together longer in this game. And like Danny Cruz said on the end there, he wants this team to come out on the front foot in the first 15 or 20 minutes to really kill any thoughts of an upset in the minds of the Lexington players. He said don't allow them to have any confidence. I'll say it differently and say he wants to eliminate the the lingering doubt in his team's mind and also eliminate the dreams in the minds of the Lexington players. You have to you have to come out right away and say this is who we are. This is our stadium. You can go packing because that's what they have to do. They have to set the tone right away or it's going to get out of hand. Again, for Louisville City, there is a lot of the fans, understandably, because it is as bad, uh, the results anyway, are as bad as it's ever been. Uh, Louisville City tonight looking to avoid a three-game losing streak. They've had three three three-game losing streaks in their history, two of them in the very first season back in 2015, and one last year, and that one also included a U.S. Open Cup loss to Nashville. So uh, they're trying to avoid just the fourth ever three-game losing skid uh, for Louisville City tonight. Even if they lose, though, which is a possibility tonight to be sure, there's still a long way to go in the season. Danny Cruz still believes in his team, and that's what he told reporters uh, earlier this week. The group is still uh, a very, very good group, one that's capable of doing some amazing things this year. And I try not to just look at, at, at the moment, but look at the work that we've done up to get, you know, to, get to this point. Two wins, two losses, uh, and, and plenty to, to improve on. So there's Danny Cruz again. Still believes this group is possible of doing amazing things, as he put it. Louisville City, again, has never failed to make the Eastern Conference final in their history. Every single season, eight seasons, they've made a deep run in the USL playoffs. And that's still very much a possibility, Casey. But it would go a long way to building back that confidence, building back that belief if they can have a good performance tonight against, again, a Lexington team that is a league lower than they are looking to pull off an upset. By no means is the season over because we had two of the worst games in program history. By no means. This is a very talented team across the board. I think it's one of the most talented teams we've had ever across the board. It's just going to take time for them to figure it out, put the pieces back together, and begin to get on that winning streak again. And I think a great way to start that is tonight versus a, you know, in-state rival. We've got four minutes. Again, kickoff coming up exactly at 7.30, we're told. So when we come back, Casey Whitfield will have her keys to the game. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Energy comes in a world of forms. 
So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. It's tough to get far in life without a good game plan. For many families, no plan prepares them for the obstacles a child can face. For 100 years, Cosair Charity supporters have provided millions of dollars for health care, research, education, social services, and child advocacy. Cosair Charities is now Cosair for Kids, a slight change in our name but no detour in our mission to help all kids live life to the fullest. Visit Cosair.org to donate or recommend a child for assistance. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville City fans, this is Oscar Jimenez. Remember, if it's Loose City, it plays right here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. You're listening to Louisville City FC pre-match coverage on ESPN Louisville. Now, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. Just a moment to go before kickoff. Still plenty of time for Casey Whitfield to give us her keys to the game tonight. So tonight, Lou City has to have the will to win. They have to be willing to do whatever it takes to win the match. It's going to be an interesting game. It's the start of a rivalry. The weather's not ideal. And we haven't had the best performances as of late. So tonight, we have to be willing to leave it all in the field and do whatever it takes to win the game. Next, we have to have a short memory. We've talked about it quite a bit, and I think everyone would agree with me in saying that the Lou City we've seen the last two games is not the Lou City team we're used to seeing. So we have to make sure that we're not dwelling on those performances and really focused on the task at hand. Any team can beat anybody on any given day, so we have to make sure we're not thinking about the last two games and focusing on Lexington. And then finally, put the ball in the back of the net. We have been shut out the last two games, so tonight we have to make sure that we're more clinical in front of goal. We've done well getting the ball into the final third, but we have not been very successful with getting those shots on goal and then putting those goals in the back of the net. So tonight, plain and simple, put the ball in the back of the net. Tonight's starting lineups are presented by Breeze Airways, a new sponsor for Louisville City this year. We'll start with the boys in purple. A couple of changes. It'll be Oliver Zimla making his second start of the season in goal. The back four in front of him, Amadou Dia, Sean Tosh, Ramsey Kawazmi, and Manny Perez in the midfield. It'll be Tyler Gibson and the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, along with Dylan Maris, the new signing who wears number 22. He gets his first starts after playing just seven minutes. He's been dealing with a hand injury. 
And then the starting front three. It is Enoch, Matiti, Musha, Galusa down the left. Ray Serrano down the right making his first start of the season. And so too Wilson Harris making his first start of the year after returning from injury uh, last week in the loss to Sacramento. On the other side for Lexington Sporting Club, again, just their third ever game. It is Austin Causey in goal. A Louisville native at left back, Kalen Fox, a St. X product who went to the University of Kentucky. A first start of the season for a Lexington native, Kimball Jackson at center back. He is paired with Tariq Mohammed in that effort. And then Tate Robertson is the right back tonight for Lexington. In the midfield, it is Fila Diamini, a South African, making his third start of the season. He is joined by Felipe, I beg your pardon, Frankie Martinez and an Englishman, Charlie Michel, in the midfield. And in the front three, it is a player with USL Championship experience. He was on San Antonio's roster last year when they won the USL title. It is a Tess Juf down the left in the middle. An Englishman, or an Australian rather, Will Bainham. And down the right, it is Khalid Balagoon for Lexington. The whistle has gone. We are underway. Our referee tonight is Nabil Bensala. Louisville City wearing their home purple uniforms. They're moving from right to left in the first half of this game. Lexington wearing their road white uniforms with the diamond pattern on the front. They move from left to right, attacking the Estopinal end. It is Louisville City possession along their back line, deep in their defensive end. Ramsey Kawazmi, the rookie out of Providence, making his second start of the season, plays it over to Sean Tosh. Tosh immediately head up, looking long down the middle towards Wilson Harris, headed away by Fox of Lexington, picked up in the midfield by Dylan Maris. Lou City continues in this possession in the opening seconds of the game here. It's Musha Galusa on the near sideline, the left for Louisville City, dribbling his way in toward the penalty area, cuts it back to his right foot. Some oohs and ahs from the crowd here. He drops it off to Amadou Dia. He puts the ball into the box. Knocked away. It'll come to Dylan Maris. Might he have a shot? No. He'll play it off to the right side. Here's Manny Perez. And Louisville City will reset uh, offensively in the attacking half here. Sean Tosh, a driven ball at the top of the box. Knocked away by a Lexington defender. Back to Tosh. Plays it to Wilson Harris. A heavy touch from him. And then finally cleared away by Mohammed of Lexington. It's out for a Louisville throw on the near side there left at midfield. We're already seeing how fast the ball is moving on this surface. It is a slick surface, so the ball is going to skip some. So just have to be aware of that with the weight that you put on the passes and the type of pass that you play your teammate. Louisville City continues in the attack. They've got a ball to Paolo Del Piccolo down the near side, the left. He was battling with a Lexington defender, and he wins a corner. Our first Vi-Fi corner kick of the night. It'll go to Louisville City. It'll come from the near side there, left with 98 seconds and counting upward on the clock here. And it looks like it'll be Dylan Maris to take the corner. We talked about how Lucity has to come out quickly and really just put their stamp on this game. What a way to do that with getting an early corner kick. And it'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of Maris. Ray Serrano is there if they want to play a short routine. Maris standing over the ball with a cast on his right hand. Again, he's been dealing with a thumb injury that's kept him out and limited him to just seven minutes, and this is his first season for Louisville. Here comes the corner kick to the back post, headed away by a Lexington defender. It'll come to Manny Perez, but a handball before Perez could get the shot away called against Manny Perez. So a free kick here to Lexington just outside of their defensive penalty area. A handball ends that corner kick opportunity for Louisville. It really was a beautiful service into that back post, but nicely defended, though, by Lexington. They did a good job of screening Del Piccolo on the back post. Del Piccolo trying to fight around the screen, but unable to do it, but a really pretty service into the box. So a free kick here for the goalkeeper, Austin Causey, a 21-year-old out of Massachusetts, 
who played in the New England Revolution Academy and signed as a teenager with the Richmond Kickers a couple of years ago. He sends it long into the attacking half, a battle for possession. A header from uh, uh, Paolo Del Piccolo comes to Wilson Harris now. Now Dylan Maris. Quick moving attack here for Louisville City. They're into the attacking half down the left side with Mushagalusa. Mushagalusa still with it, just to the left of the box. Puts the ball in towards the penalty spot, stabbed away by Mohammed. The defender for Lexington will stay in the Lexington area. They haven't cleared it just yet. It'll drop to the feet here of Kimball Jackson. He will settle things and finally play it long down the near side, the right. That is where Balogun holds it up, and he does really well, Balogun. He draws a foul. It'll be a free kick to Lexington at midfield uh, on the near side, their right. They play it quickly on the ground and will work out of the back here, Casey. And Lou City is doing well of pushing numbers forward quickly, but the problem is when they get inside that final third, there aren't enough numbers inside the box, and it still just isn't sharp enough inside that final third. So Lou City just needs to clean it up a little bit because the longer they allow Lexington to stay in this, the more confident Lexington is going to get. Long ball to the top of the formation for Lexington. Balagoon brings it down really well. A big physical presence at 6-3, Balagoon, but he cannot control it. Uh, or at least his pass, rather, was not controlled as he tried to lay it off to a teammate. It's out of play. A throw to Louisville on the near side, their left. And it'll come in deep in Louisville City territory, probably 10 yards from the corner flag. Amadou Dia will take this throw. Four minutes into the game, 0-0 between Louisville and Lexington in the first meeting between these two teams, separated by just about an hour and a half on I-64. A long ball from Palo Del Piccolo, picked off by Fox, the Louisville native playing for Lexington. And Lexington takes over in possession. Here is Mohammed, uh, one of the defenders. Now to the far side, back to Mohammed. They're in the defensive half on the their side of midfield. Now to Owen Green, a 24-year-old from Florida along the back line. He tries to play it down the far sideline. Giving chase there was Juf, the player who has USL championship experience. But it goes out of play. It'll be a throw to Louisville City on the far sideline. Juf, again, I mentioned was a member of that San Antonio team that defeated Louisville in the USL Championship Final. He was not a big player for them, appeared 11 times with five starts, but was still a champion at the USL Championship level. He drops down a league to USL League One and has been a notable player for Lexington through their opening two games. Louisville City's throw in field now. Dylan Maris dropping deep in the formation. He lays it off to Ramsey Kowazmi. They're just outside of the Louisville box. Kowazmi back to the goalkeeper, Oliver Zimla. The German rookie out of Marshall, who's making his second career start for Louisville City after he started the season opener at Orange County. A one to nothing win, uh, I beg your pardon, a 3-1 to one win for the boys in purple. It's Kowazmi now along the back line, and now Amadou Dia on the near side, the left, across midfield to Mushagalusa. He's chasing the ball down the near sideline. A sliding challenge comes in from Jackson, and a foul called against Jackson of Lexington. So a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City, just about a yard infield from the near sideline there left, maybe 20 yards into the attacking half. Blue City fortunate there, too, because the ball was rolling out of bounds, and Jackson coming in a little bit reckless there, late a little bit, mistimed that challenge completely, but it's going to set up a good opportunity for Blue City to get out of the back. Right now, Blue City is doing well with possessing across the back line, but there isn't enough movement between the front three and the midfield players in order to break those two lines of pressure that Lexington is bringing. Amadou Dia will take this free kick. He's starting at left back tonight after playing as a center back each of the last two games because of how shorthanded Louisville City is right now. We heard Danny Cruz in the pregame mention he's down to two center backs because of injuries to West Sharpie and an in-season injury to Jordan Scarlett. Here's a cross into the box for Mushagalusa over everyone's head, and it'll fall all the way out of play, or will it? No, it stays in play because Manny Perez has good hustle. Manny Perez with it. Gets past the defender. Ball on the ground to the top of the box. 
cleared away by a Lexington player just a few steps ahead of Dylan Maris, who might have been able to have a chance there. But the ball remains with Louisville City along the back line with six and a half minutes gone by. Again, I feel like it's really good ideas offensively, but just not on the same page. That ball that Manny Perez plays to Dylan Maris there. Maris a little late getting to that spot. Mushigalusa trying to send the ball into the back post, but nobody making the back post run. So the ideas are good. The players just aren't communicating well on the field. An errant pass there on the ground from Tyler Gibson, the Louisville City midfielder, sends it out of play as the boys in purple are just trying to knock it around the back and build possession. It's out for a Lexington throw on the far side their left they will take it with the left back tonight Tariq Mohammed a 23 year old from Toronto in Canada he is playing in his fourth season as a professional the last three in his home country in the Canadian Premier League but his throw is eventually won by Louisville City here come the boys in purple long ball down the near sideline Mushagalusa giving chase he's beaten to the ball though by Fox and Fox does not take a touch smartly allows the ball to go past the end line it's a goal kick here to Lexington. And I do think the conditions are affecting some of the services and the possession that Lucidity has tried to have so far. I think they just have to maybe take a little bit off of their pass or maybe try to rethink their option. Instead of looking to go long, could you maybe try to find a short pass instead because these long balls are really just skipping right out of bounds. Rain continues to come down here at Lynn Family Stadium. It uh, is no threat really in terms of lightning or tornadoes, which we were concerned about a couple of hours ago. Just going to be rain through the duration of this game we expect. And a decent crowd considering the conditions has shown up here at Lynn Family Stadium. A few thousand on hand for a U.S. Open Cup game. Not always as much hype around these games as a typical league game. And when you throw in the weather as well, it's always going to be difficult to draw a huge crowd. But a lot of the diehards have made it, and I would imagine they're going to make their presence felt over the course of the 90 minutes, Casey. I would say I'm really impressed with how many people yeah. came out. I mean, it is raining, and people are sitting out there in the rain so kudos to them i'm very impressed with it i love that they are coming out and supporting this team no matter what louisville city in possession eight and a half minutes gone by in a zero zero game it's sean tosh dribbling across midfield forward to maris on the ground to ray serrano good looking attack here for Lou city in the box mushigaloose on the left side on his right foot tries to chip the goalkeeper and it is an easy save for austin cause just had to leap up off of his toes a little bit there to make the catch was not a shot with a ton of pace, Mushigalusa looked like he tried to be clever, just tried to lift it over the goalkeeper, and Austin Causey listed at 6-2. Not often you're going to be able to beat him with a shot like that. Well, and I think actually Mushigalusa was offsides too in that situation, which really, I mean, that is extremely frustrating to me because you are looking at the entire line, you can see the entire line, you have plenty of time to take a step back. Just really frustrating because it was a really solid attack, and I think had he not been offsides, we would have seen a pretty good strike from him. Yeah, the offside flag was up. I missed it there, Casey, so good call by you, good eyes by you. A free kick to Lexington. They work it into their attacking half now. First time we've really been able to see the team wearing white tonight. The visitors get forward. They headed on the near sideline with Tate Robin, uh, Robertson, I should say, uh, but he had an errant pass looking for a player to make a run toward the box, but that player had checked back for the ball. So it rolls all the way to the feet of Oliver Zimla, the goalkeeper for Louisville City. Where is number 28 Zimla? Again, a rookie out of Marshall, was a member of their national championship team a couple of years ago. His first season as a professional signed with Louisville City in the offseason. Mushigalusa in the defensive half on the near sideline. Turns, plays it down the near sideline for Paolo Del Piccolo. Del Piccolo in a battle with Fox for possession. And it's out of play. Last touch by Fox as he cleared it high into the air. So a throw to Lou City on the near side, the left, in the attacking half, about halfway 
into the attacking half. It'll be Dia to take it infield to Dylan Maris as the ball is back in play. Maris turns, plays a ball all the way back to Zimla, the goalkeeper, who is a good 45 yards out of his goal. He just touches it forward to Sean Tosh and then retreats back toward his defensive penalty area. Tosh dribbles to the right side, plays it there to Tyler Gibson, playing where you might see a right back. He plays it over the top to Wilson Harris. Harris chasing it in the box. The goalkeeper comes out, a collision. Ball is still loose, and finally, Causey, the goalkeeper, falls on the ball to end the threat. Really good movement up top, though, from Wilson Harris. He starts in a central location and begins to make kind of a straight run across that back line, baiting the defense to follow him. Then the minute that that ball goes through, he turns and runs in behind. It's very well-timed, very well done, but nice goalkeeping there from Causey there to come out and make himself big and eliminate the threat. But I love the movement up top from Wilson Harris. Good turn from Ray Serrano as he picks up possession in the midfield. Plays it wide right to Manny Perez. Good-looking attack here for Lou City. Perez just right of the box. Dribbles toward the end line. A defender step for step with him. Perez gets his cross in. It's headed behind by Mohamed, and it's going to be a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City. First, a really good turn in midfield by Serrano. A great ball wide right to Manny Perez, and he did well to get to the end line and whip in a ball that's knocked behind for a corner. I would have maybe liked to see Perez play that ball one time. I think when he takes that touch, he allows the defense to come back and settle into their shape. If he plays that one time right behind that back line, in between the goalkeeper, a low-driven ball, that's going to be extremely dangerous, but really good work from Perez to earn the corner kick. Outswinger Vi-Fi corner kick from Dylan Maris from the far side comes all the way out to Amadou Dia clips the ball back in towards Sean Tosh. It'll go to the end line. Maris keeps it in play. Uh, he doesn't. Just a heavy touch, a little bit of an awkward one for Dylan Maris there on a wet surface, and it goes behind a goal kick to Lexington. A decent result. It almost worked out anyway because it came out to Amadou Dian, a good ball, just searching for either Tosh or Maris on that back post. Again, just coming out of that final little bit, just not sharp enough with the final pass to really be able to be successful with it. But I have to say, Casey, 12 minutes into this game and a 0-0 score, it's been a a good start for Louisville considering the way they've played the last two games. They've got 70% of possession through these opening 12 minutes. Yeah, and they've got 13 final third entries. It's definitely been on their attacking half of the field. Now just kind of get – they need a goal just to break through to kind of – open the game up more because I think there's so much pressure built up behind it so they're putting so much pressure on themselves that that's what's causing some of these missed passes missed touches yeah and you think a goal would probably do a lot to lift uh lift Louisville City emotionally just get that weight off their shoulders yeah yeah. because again it's eight nothing unanswered uh against Louisville City over the last two games three to nothing against El Paso here a week and a half ago and then five to nothing at Sacramento on Saturday nights uh an unprecedented run of games for Louisville City. They've never given up that many goals unanswered and never have lost by a score as high as 5 to nothing. Here's Louisville City. Mushigalusa in the attacking uh, penalty area. Brings it back into the middle towards Wilson Harris. It was just behind him. Harris couldn't get anything on the ball. And Lexington takes over with Juf. Juf dribbles the ball towards midfield at a jogging pace. Plays it wide left to Muhammad. Muhammad tried to clip it back forward toward Balagoon. It's deflected. A battle for possession. A clever touch in the midfield there from Diamini of Lexington. It remains with the visitors. Lexington Sporting Club, a long ball to the far side, the left looking for Juve, intercepted by Manny Perez of Louisville. He plays it forward to Ray Serrano, who dribbles back into the midfield, and a good combination here. Serrano, Del Piccolo, back to Serrano. Clips it over the top to Wilson Harris. Too far out in front, though. It'll roll to the feet of the goalkeeper, Causey. 
I like the little give and go, the go forward, back, and then over the top. That's a good look. But just the time, the, the time where they played and the where they were on the field just didn't really work out for Wilson Harris. I think overall, looking to go over top is not a bad idea because you have so much speed. But the problem that we're facing is when we get the ball over top, we're slowing the game down so much by taking too many touches. It has to be quicker when you get in that final third. I beg your pardon. That is Dlamini for Lexington, number 22. Not Diamini, Dlamini. Louisville wins the ball here on their defensive line. Sean Tosh just stepping right in front of Bainham, the attacking forward, a 6'2 player from Australia who has experience in Scotland at a high level in his career over the last couple of years. He returns here to the United States where he attended college. Great sliding challenge from Amadou Dia as he slides in in front of Balagoon to win the ball. And here comes Louisville City with Amadou Dia into the attacking half, dribbling the ball down the left side, plays it wide left to Mushigalusa. Inside the opening quarter of an hour here. Back to Ramsey Kawazmi, the left center back tonight. The rookie from Providence who had a rough showing against El Paso was subbed off at halftime after he was the culprit on a couple of the goals before halftime. Tyler Gibson trying to clip it down the near sideline. Mushigalusa not on a run when the ball was played. He's not going to be able to catch up to it, and it's out for a goal kick to Lexington. And that's just a complete misread and body language there. Tyler Gibson has to do a better job of getting his head up and looking at who he's trying to play the ball to, recognize the body language of that player. I think there it maybe would have been smarter to connect through Paulo Del Piccolo and try to release out the right side. But th that comes with more games. That comes with experience. That comes with time. Those are early in the season problems. Fifteen and a half minutes gone by. And the Louisville City fans, most of them trying to hang out under the roof toward the upper reaches of Lynn Family Stadium, have settled into their seats now after the opening quarter of an hour. The goal kick was sent long by Lexington into the attacking half. A foul given against Louisville City and a free kick here to Lexington. They work it along their back line. They've got it here with Frankie Martinez, the left center back. Martinez clips it down the far sideline with his left foot towards Mohammed. He brings it down nicely. Mohammed. Defended by Gibson as well as Manny Perez. Still Mojave dribbling with the ball with his feet. Turns backward. Plays it there to a teammate. That is Plamini. Plamini back to Juf as they work backward now. It's now with Owen Green. Actually, that's Martinez, I beg your pardon. Number 33, not number 3. Martinez plays it forward on the ground. No one near the end of the ball except Sean Tosh. And he takes over for Louisville City. I will say I like that what Lexington is looking to do. They're playing a really nice possessive style soccer. Bainham up top is making really good runs, forcing Tosh to have to communicate with the back line and where he is. They're looking strong offensively. It's just coming down to the quickness of their play, not playing fast enough when you play against a team like Lucity who presses really high. You have to move the ball quickly, and then just the pass is being slightly off. But they are doing the right things. Louisville trying to play a long diagonal towards Mushigalusa. It's headed away by a Lexington defender. It'll come to Dylan Maris coming toward the near sideline. Again, Maris, a newcomer to the Louisville City team, comes over from El Paso where he scored 10 goals last season. Also has experience under his belt with Indy 11 for an Indiana native who played collegiately at the University of Louisville before transferring away in his final years. Foul here against Louisville City will give a free kick to Lexington in their defensive half about 10 yards shy of midfield on the inside left and Frankie Martinez will take this free kick Martinez a 27 year old from New York a former MLS draft pick back in 2019 has made some stops in Nisa again one of the lower divisions in US soccer he sends that free kick long into the penalty area whistle and a foul against Balagoon of Lexington a physical battle between Balagoon Dia and Ramsey Kawazmi and Balagoon just shoved Dia aside he's called for the foul it's a fifth third free kick to lose city 
Dia a little fortunate there because very sloppy play in the back. He took his eye off the attacking player and really stopped shielding the ball. There was a little miscommunication between Dia and Zimla there. Dia wanting Zimla to come out, Zimla sitting back on his line. But just kind of kind of sloppy in the back. It has to be stronger, especially when you have a strong offensive present like Balagoon there. It's along the back line with Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper tonight. Plays it wide right to Sean Tosh. They're just outside, now inside the Louisville box. Wide left to Ramsey Kawazmi, the left center back. Touches it forward on the inside left down the near sideline into the middle of the field where Amadou Dia has shown up for the moment. Wide right now to Tosh as they switch fields. Tosh now moves it down the right side. Ball over the top. Manny Perez. Flag stays down. Perez in the box. Manny Perez with it. Ball deflected. Then Mohamed tracks back to win it away and clears it. Uh, for Lexington. Good defending there by Mohammed, but a great ball over the top, and Manny Perez, I'm not sure if he knew that there was a defender on his back, but he took a touch, and that just let the defender come into the play. If he, maybe he hits that first time, whether it's toward goal or across the face of goal, it might have been a chance for Louisville City. A whistle and a foul here as the ball was cleared. Juf goes down for Lexington. It'll be a free kick to them on the far side there left. But that was a really good chance for Louisville, Casey. Very good chance. But, again, it comes down to taking too many touches. I agree. If he would have hit that one time, he had either a shot on goal or Wilson Harris in the middle of the field, taking too many touches, slowing the game down too much. That allowed Martinez to make the run back and be able to get the touch on it so that Muhammad could clear it out. If you take that one time, it's either hitting the back of the net, you're hitting the post, you're forcing Causey to have to make a save. It just has to be a little, a little more urgency. Stop slowing the game down 19 minutes 25 seconds and counting upward in this first half in a 0-0 game in the u.s open cup this is louisville's and lexington's first foray into the u.s open cup this season again for those that may not know the u.s open cup a tournament that is open to all teams in american soccer regardless of your level from the top levels of professional soccer and major league soccer all the way down to amateur teams uh we get to see a little bit of everything in this tournament. It's one of the great joys of American soccer. This is the first game of the year for both of these clubs in this tournament. It is single elimination. If we are tied at the end of regulation, we will have extra time, and if we should need it, even penalty a penalty kick shootout at the end of tonight. That may be news to Spencer Brown. We might have a late night if there's no goals in this game. Long time to go, though, to find one. 70 minutes to go in total. It's with Lexington on the near side. Now along their back line with Fox, the Louisville native, plays it along the top of the box. That is where Martinez has it. He plays it to the far side, the left. Ray Serrano for Louisville coming up with some pressure. Here's Del Piccolo chasing the ball in the middle of the field as Plamini sprays it wide right to Kimball Jackson. Again, a player making his debut tonight for Lexington. Under some pressure, he just has to hit it long with his left foot. Uh, not really intended for anyone. Balagoon did come up to try and chase it, though, but Sean Tosh was first to it. He has it back to the goalkeeper, Zimla, for Louisville. And I think Sean Tosh handled that very well. Balagoon was kind of baiting him, waiting to see what Tosh was going to do, and the minute Tosh started to make a move, he ran at him hard. Tosh very calm, under pressure there, and just headed it back to Zimla. I think a great play from Sean Tosh. Louisville tried to work it through their left side, through Matiti, as he's uh, known on the back of his jersey this year, Mushagalusa, Enoch Mushagalusa. His nickname is Matiti, and he has opted to use that on his jersey this season. But he couldn't control the ball. It's out for a throw to Lexington. They sent it down the near sideline. Their right, uh, Dylan Maris had a touch. It's played all the way back to the goalkeeper, Causey, who's just a foot out of the mouth of the goal. Uh, 
quality control there from him, though, with his feet to make sure that ball didn't just slip past him on a wet surface. Now Jackson for Lexington on the near side of the right. Matiti Mushigalusa up for some pressure. It's a turnover. Tyler Gibson had it for a moment. It's out of play off of Gibson. It'll be a throw to Lexington on the near side there right just at midfield. And we talked about how this game was going to be a battle, and that's definitely what it's been in these first 22 minutes. The game really being played in between the two 18-yard boxes with Lucity having a few appearances inside their 18-yard box, but really no shots on goal. It's been a pretty even match in the middle of the field. I do think Lucity possession-wise has looked better, but I think Lexington is hanging right in there. And as you mentioned earlier, Casey, in these games, again, pitting a team in a higher league against a team from a lower league, and not only that, but a team in Louisville City that is a perennial winner in that higher league. The more, the longer that Louisville lets Lexington hang around, the, the more they will believe in themselves in this game. The 100%. more they will believe in their chances to pull the upset. So the longer this 0-0 score continues, we're 22 minutes in, the more belief that we will see out of the team wearing white tonight on the road. But if you're Lou City, you can't let that make, like drive you crazy on the field. You can't be worrying about that like, and get anxiety about it. You have to focus on the task at hand and just be sharper in your play right now. I just don't think it's sharp enough. I know the conditions are difficult, but these are professional players. They've trained in this. They've played in this type of condition many, many, many times. And so if you're Lou City, you just have to continue to take care of business and do the little things right. Ball one in the midfield by Plamini of Lexington, and they will take over. They've got it along their far side. The left right now, Juve dribbling forward, defended by Ray Serrano, plays it forward to Muhammad. Muhammad lost control, and Serrano takes over on the ball. He plays into the middle of the field to Tyler Gibson under some pressure there from Bainman, the attacking number nine for Lexington. He's still up there for some pressure as Sean Tosh takes over on the ball. Now plays it wide left out of pressure to Ramsey Kawazmi. Kawazmi touches it forward. Now will dribble it further forward with space beckoning at midfield. He clips it with his right foot, his weaker foot, down the near sideline. Amadou Dia onside, on the end line, touches it back in field, plays a ball toward the six-yard box, headed away by a Lexington defender. It'll come toward the near side, Mushigalusa for Louisville City. The attack remains for the boys in purple. Del Piccolo to Dia. Now Mushigalusa on the end line, still on the left side of the box, on his right foot, looking to put in a cross. Mushigalusa instead lays it off on the ground to Del Piccolo. First time ball into toward the six-yard box, headed away by Fox. The ball pinging around the Louisville box. It comes to Amadou Dia on the left side right now. A decent, sustained attack for Louisville City. Just the finishing touch. Here's Maris, top of the box, tries the shot from 20 yards, and the curler was well over the bar into the waterfront end. I don't mind that at all. It's very nicely worked from Lucity. Good combination play there, looking for the crosses. I think the only problem Maris had was when he goes to turn, he wanted to watch that ball go in the back of the net, and he needed to keep his head down. If he keeps his head down, keeps his chest over the ball, the bend that he had on it was right. It just, when he lifted up, he lifted the ball, and it went over the goal. So I think it's a good look. He just has to make sure that he follows through with the technical side of things and staying over top of the ball. He had plenty of space as well, just a few yards outside of the D of the Lexington penalty area, and you, you can certainly appreciate the opportunity he had there to shoot, but as you said, Casey, just couldn't keep it down, couldn't keep it on target, a chance that maybe he would want back. Here comes Lexington coming forward down their left side with Juve. He's defended by Gibson, plays it backward into the midfield where Charlie Machel, a native of Newcastle, England, at 28 years old, wearing the captain's armband tonight, has it. They try to switch fields, Lexington, a long diagonal to the near side, their right. It's intercepted by Louisville's left back, Amadou Dia. Plays it into the center circle to Maris, now back wide left to Dia. He touches it into the attacking half. Louisville coming forward to the middle of the field. Wilson Harris at the top of the formation. Turns, plays it wide right to Serrano. Neat stuff from Lou City. Here's Serrano on his left foot, top of the box. Serrano's shot 
Might have been deflected. It's wide of the goal, and it did not take a deflection. So it's a goal kick to Lexington. Ray Serrano there. He's had a few neat touches, Casey, just getting around defenders. Uh, some good dribbling skill, but just couldn't keep that shot on target off of his, off of his weaker left foot. I'm going to say it. I still think a touch too many from Ray Serrano there. I think he takes one touch and has a go with it. But what I love from that build-up play was the movement, again, from Wilson Harris. Every other time, they have all been making the runs forward. But that time, Wilson Harris pops off the back line and opens up a passing lane for Amadou Dia that then allows Harris to be able to turn and find Serrano on that opposite side, which we haven't been able to do. We've just been lofting it over top. So I love the decision-making there from Harris. 26 minutes into this game, Balagoon was making a physical run forward for Lexington down the near sideline, and eventually he is deterred off the ball by a Louisville defender. I believe it was Amadou Dia. It's out for a throw to Lexington in their attacking half. They've had a decent amount of possession, and they've looked relatively confident on the ball, but they've not been able to generate any clear-cut chances so far, the visitors, but they have been able to pitch a shutout so far with a 0-0 score in these 26 minutes that have gone by. It's Jute for Lexington, dribbling in toward the area. Two defenders uh, there for company with him into the middle to Pelmini, tries to play it down the far sideline. Muhammad, the left back, had made an overlapping run, but that ball nowhere near Muhammad in the end, and Manny Perez for Louisville City just watches it roll past the end line. A goal kick to Louisville. And that's another one of those problems where just not on the same page. You're just starting playing with these guys. You're getting used to the type of runs they make, the type of services they like to play, where the team, where your teammate likes the ball. And they're just a little miscommunication between the two on whether to make the run or whether to hold back. Oliver Zemlo will take this goal kick for Louisville City as the rain continues to come down. We've yet to mention the head coach for Lexington, Sam Stockley. He is in his first season as a head coach, played over 500 games in a lengthy professional career, career that spanned England, Hungary, and the United States. He last played in the USL with the team now known as NCFC, North Carolina FC. They were then though known as the Carolina Railhawks back in 2013. He has built this Lexington team from scratch and has helped lead them in building their academy from scratch as well. Here's Robertson, the right back. A decent ball to the back post for Lexington, just over the head of the intended target, Bainham. It stays in play with Juf on the far side, just to the left of the Louisville City penalty area. Nervous moments for Lou City here in the first half. Mohamed, a ball into the box for Lexington, knocked away by Sean Tosh, and Tosh's clearance will go past the far sideline. It'll be a throw to Lexington to their left in their attacking half. I'm not sure if any of you guys chimed into Soccer City before this, but Tyler from Lexington was on and was talking about Tate Robertson and the type of services that he is capable of, and we saw it just there, a beautiful ball to the back post, just a little high for Bainham to get on the end of it, but a really dangerous cross there from Robertson. It's Muhammad after the throw. He's battling with Del Piccolo for possession. Del Piccolo with a touch. Muhammad comes out with it, dribbling into the middle of the field. A little bit of a romping run. But finally, the, one, uh, the ball won by Louisville City. Wilson Harris trying to play it through to Ray Serrano. He was clearly offside. He didn't chase the ball because the flag would have gone up. It's out of play. A Lexington throw on the far side, the left. Should have reminded you about this about three minutes ago, but I think I'm mostly on time. Lou City fans, you can watch tonight's match if you're not listening to it on the Bleacher Report app and BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of U.S. Open Cup action and links to watch more games. It's a throw to Lexington on the far side, the left, still in the, in the defensive half. They've not taken the throw that they, were, that they earned just a couple of minutes ago. 
The referee blowing his whistle to encourage them to do so, and they do now. All the way back to the goalkeeper, Causey, and now Fox, the right center back, to the right back, Jackson, still in the defensive half. Jackson to Plamini in the middle of the field. He plays it first time in the air down the near sideline. Robertson giving chase. He's beaten to the ball by Ramsey Kowazmi. It's out of play, a throw to Lexington on the near side, the right in their attacking half. A good play from Kowazmi there just to play it safe, clear it out, allow your team to be able to get back, get settled, get set in your defensive shape. A good, safe play from Kowazmi there. Also failed to do this earlier, so I'll do it now. You can dive deeper into the thrills and drama of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Stay up to date and join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Open Cup and on Facebook at Official Open Cup. It is the U.S. Open Cup tonight. We've played nearly 30 minutes. The ball is in the hands of Oliver Zimla, the Louisville City goalkeeper, and he just rolls it forward to Tyler Gibson, and Lucity tries to build out of the back. No score right now, 0-0. Really, just uh, a handful of chances to speak of. Dylan Maris' Aaron shot might be the best of them so far for either team. Maris trying to connect with Mushagalusa, knocked away by a Lexington defender. It stays with Lou City along their back line. Amadou D on the near side, the left, clips it into the air in the middle of the field. Del Piccolo turns first time, plays it down the middle to Ray Serrano, who made a run, knocked away by Muhammad of Lexington. Del Piccolo ahead to keep it alive for Lou City. Here's Mushagalusa, back to Del Piccolo. Combination, Mushagalusa, can he keep it in play on the inline? He just does, but he's not able to recover the ball. No, in fact, the ball did go out of play. Mushagalusa. Just couldn't quite keep it in on a difficult pass on a wet surface, and it'll be a goal kick here to Lexington. Good combination play, though, between Mushigalusa and Del Piccolo there. little one-two touch passing. I still think at times Lou City needs to take more shots. In these types of conditions, you've got to challenge the goalkeeper. Even if you have a pocket of space, see if you can have a go with it. There has only been two shots in this entire game with the wet conditions goalkeepers do not want the ball coming at them especially on the ground they don't want to have to deal with it there's going to be some rebounds some second chance opportunities so take some more shots 31 minutes gone by in a 0-0 game lucidity in possession along their back we've mentioned the referee tonight nabil bin sala we've yet to mention the fourth official we'll get to that in a moment here's musha galusa he's offside the flag goes up against him a free kick to lexington here so we can get to it the fourth official tonight is a gentleman by the name of Kevin Kernan. He used to do this job a few years ago. He was one of the announcers for Louisville City. He hosted Soccer City Radio, uh, co-hosted it with our friend Lance McGarvey. He has now pursued a career as a referee and has risen to the ranks of being able to do a U.S. Open Cup game featuring Louisville City and Lexington. So how cool is that? Uh, A very exciting thing to see. And he's not the only local referee on this crew, Casey. No, you also have Chris Scherfranz as the, one of the assistant referees. He is a regular on Lou City matches. So really cool that there is so much talent, not only in playing the game, but also officiating the game. Yeah, this is really a representation in many ways of Kentucky soccer uh, between Lexington and Louisville. Again, as we mentioned in the extended pregame show, a lot of local ties among members of the rosters of each of these teams. Louisville, by the way, does have a couple of players from the Lexington area. Carlos Mogel Jr., he's from Shelby County. And Isaac Cano, also from Lexington, both uh, players that are of younger generations for Louisville City, particularly Cano. He's on a USL Academy contract. We probably, uh, I don't believe he's in the 18. We won't see him tonight. It's a Lou City fifth-third free kick along the back line in the defensive half. 32 and a half minutes gone by. Amadou Dia with it after 
the ball had swung from right to left. Dia under some pressure, gives the ball away. Here comes Lexington, maybe a chance to break. A ball forward down the near sideline. Robertson was not making that run forward, though, as he turns and has a conversation with the player that played the ball there. It's a turnover and an easy one to read for Enoch Matiti Mushagalusa for Louisville City, who was tracking back defensively, and the boys in purple take over. This game started out really quick with both teams playing a really high-press style. It's a fast-style game, and it's really slowed down as of late. I think Louisville City's slowing the game down, trying to get a little bit more possession. I do think there still needs to be a little bit more movement between the middle three to create opportunities for the back line to be able to build out of the back. But overall, it is building up. Del Piccolo on the near sideline. Plays it down toward the penalty area just to the left side. Mushagalusa giving chase, battling with Fox. Fox with the final touch. It's behind past the end line. It'll be a Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City. And it will be the third corner that they have won in this game. None so far. No corner so far for Lexington. Louisville has had a corner from each side, the left and the right. This one will come from the left. and It'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of Dylan Maris. And the last time he had a corner kick on this side, he played a beautiful ball to that back post. So really looking for those targets. Paulo Del Piccolo, Sean Tosh there in the box. Here it comes, the Wi-Fi corner from Maris into the six-yard box, punched away by the goalkeeper. A big collision between Sean Tosh and the goalkeeper, Causey. Causey bore the brunt of it, was turned in the air, sort of toppled over himself. The ball ultimately went behind. And it's going to be another Vi-Fi corner kick for Louisville City, this time from the far side, the right. So the goalkeeper, Causey, with the final touch. The referee went in to check on Causey, and he appears to be okay. And in fact, it's not a Vi-Fi corner. Everybody was setting up like it was. It was, but the referee is claiming that he made a mistake and is now giving a foul um, on Lou City, on Causey there. I think it was a good 50-50 challenge there. I think he kind of ran into his own player as well. But, I mean, you're, the referee is always going to get the – the goalkeeper is always going to get the benefit of the doubt in that situation. So the free kick now to Causey after that whistle in the 35th minute, nearing the 36th minute inside the final 10 minutes. The other assistant referee come to find is also a local referee. So every referee except for the center is a local referee. Again, just such a cool really story. Really cool, really cool. For these referees tonight. So both assistant referees and the fourth official are local products. Here comes Lou City on the near sideline. Mushagalusa. They've worked it down the left side frequently today. Mushagalusa, right foot across towards Harris. His header flicked on towards goal and a great save from Causey. Just a quick reaction down to his left. Harris did everything he could to lean back and get a touch on the ball and try and sneak it in the far post. And Causey, a great reaction for Lexington. It's out for a throw to Louisville on the far side in the attacking half. I like that service from Musha Galusa because it's more of a driven service. And um, Wilson Harris does very well to get on the end of it. A good look for Lou City. Musha Galusa once again on the left side. In the box, on his left foot, drives it toward goal, and it's well over the bar. Looking like he was just trying to drive it into the mixer there with his left foot, but didn't really wrap his foot around it nicely enough and just drove it over the bar into the waterfront end. It's a goal kick here to Lexington. But that certainly, the one that happened just a moment ago with Harris on the header, that's the best chance of the game so far for either side. Absolutely, and Causey doing, like you said, extremely well to get down quickly and get on the end of it. And then his teammate, I believe it was Martinez, coming in to help him on that backside because Ray Serrano was coming in for the tap-in. But a good look from Lucity. They need to use this to build in. There's only about nine minutes plus stoppage time. So I would really like to see Lucity get some positive going into halftime. And again, Causey, the goalkeeper that made that save, very inexperienced. This is just the third career game for him. He appeared in one game for the Richmond Kickers. 
in 2021 and has played one game of the two that Lexington has played coming into the game tonight. It's a throw to Louisville City on the far side, the right in the attacking final third. Perez takes it into Maris, back to Perez, and just an awkward touch there from Dylan Maris. Didn't set up Manny Perez very well. It's out of play. It's a throw down to Lexington to end that little threat. It'll be in just about the same position on the far side. Lexington's left in their defensive final third. Tariq Muhammad, the left back, walking forward a few paces just to make some more room for himself, throws it downfield, and is knocked out of play another throw to Lexington further forward here. And, and Casey, if you're Lexington, as you mentioned, eight minutes to go plus stoppage time in the first half. Has to be said, job well done so far. Louisville has had their chances, case in point, a couple of moments ago with Wilson Harris. But Lexington is right here in the game. They've been able to take a little bit of the sting out of it by having some possession. Uh, but they're surviving so far. A hundred percent. I think that they are going to be very pleased with how they've done so far in the first half. They've looked solid defensively. Offensively, they've possessed well. The few times that they made mistakes, it was just not being on the same page, miscommunication between the players, which comes early in the season. So it, that will improve. But overall, you got to imagine if they're able to keep Loose City scoreless in the first half, that's got to feel like a good win for them. And they're definitely going to be going in on a high. Here comes Loose City winning a turnover in the midfield. Dylan Maris, he's toppled over. No foul called, maybe advantage played. Clipped into the back post. Ray Serrano is there, tries to bring it down over the shoulder. Did really nicely. Goes down. No foul called. The referee waves him off. Fans calling for a penalty. It certainly was an awkward defensive challenge there for Lexington. And in fact, the referee is going to bring it back for the foul that was committed on Maris in the buildup. He's going to show a yellow card here to Plamini of Lexington. A world of beer yellow card shown to Philip Plamini, the South African 24-year-old in his third year as a pro after playing a couple of seasons in South Africa. And Louisville City, I suppose after the end of the play here, it's going to be a free kick to Lexington. Dylan Maris is down on the ground receiving some treatment from Stuart Wright, the trainer for Louisville City. Uh, it, that, that was a harsh challenge that got that attack started. It was a really vicious challenge there. Hopefully Maris is okay not who you want to see go down. He's doing very well in his first start. But I want to talk about that Ray Serrano play. I think that should have been a penalty kick. I think Ray Serrano does really well to get the ball back. Is trying to come around back onto the ball. And it looked like the defender just kind of grabbed him and pushed him away. In my opinion, I think that's a penalty kick. I, I mean, the ref probably had a better view of it. I'm sure that they were communicating about it. But I really think that that's a missed call in that situation. Again, let's just try and describe it a little bit for the fans listening as well. It was a ball clipped in. Serrano was behind the defense, brought the ball down with his right foot over the shoulder, did really nicely, but in doing so kind of checked the ball back behind him a little bit. So when he stopped to turn to go play the ball, that's when a defender who was coming back into the play after being behind it initially collided with Serrano. And Serrano ultimately, he goes down, uh, certainly wasn't the most physical play but there was certainly contact and the argument to, to bolster your argument Casey uh, clearly not a play on the ball by the Lexington player which would go toward the case that that should have been a penalty kick it is not however and the result of all of that play is a free kick to Lexington in their on their inside left about 25 yards past the goal line uh, I, let me be better about this halfway between the goal uh, the penalty area and the midfield line so just in the midfield in their defensive half they're going to send everybody forward, and Causey, the goalkeeper, is going to take it. So, again, to recap, we got a World of Beer yellow card to Plamini of Lexington, and Ray Serrano nearly had a chance. Causey slips as he sends this one long. It does make it into the Louisville attacking half in the air, though. Paladot Piccolo up for the header. 
competing with Balagoon for it. It's out of play off of the head of Del Piccolo of Louisville. A third of Lexington on the far side, the left, in their attacking half, about 25 yards past midfield. We're in the 41st minute, four minutes and change to go, plus stoppage time in this first half in a 0-0 game. In the U.S. Open Cup, the first meeting ever between Louisville and Lexington on a professional soccer field. Louisville City wins the ball after the throw from Lexington. It's a battle for possession right now. Muhammad comes down with it. Now to Balagoon on the far sideline. He tries to hold it up, plays it down the sideline. The first to react is Wilson Harris. Harris with a touch, tried to play it out off of Plamini, and he was successful in doing so. It's a throw to Lucidi City on the far side, the right. And that's just some heads-up play by Wilson Harris to be the first to react to that ball. Yeah, Wilson Harris, I think, has done very well this game. He's been very involved, staying engaged, moving really well across that back line. Oh, mistake at the back. Ramsey Kowazmi slipped on the wet turf and gave it away, but Louisville City's going to get away with it. An errant pass there from Bainman, the number nine for Lexington, gives it right back to Louisville, and the rookie who had some issues against El Paso here a week and a half ago, his heart has to be thumping right now because he nearly gave an opportunity to Lexington. Well, I think everybody in the stadium's heart's thumping after seeing that one completely slipping in the middle of the field with two Lexington players right there. Lou City does very well to recover back and support their teammate to be able to stop that attack, but a really shaky moment. We've entered the 43rd minute now in this 0-0 game. Lou City has settled things down after that shaky moment by Kawazmi. It's in the attacking half with Mushagalusa on the near side, the left. Cuts it in on his right foot in the middle of the field. Tyler Gibson turns on his right, clips it over the top to Ray Serrano in the box, heads it back to Mushagalusa, touches it backward. Could have had a chance there if he had gotten his touch right. It's Maris now back to Mushagalusa. They're outside of the box now. Further backward to Tyler Gibson. He turns to the right where Casey Whitfield is pointing. Plays it there to Sean Tosh. He clips it over the top towards Manny Perez. Knocked away by Juf of Lexington. Still with Louisville City as Tosh wins the second ball. Paolo Del Piccolo pushed from behind. No foul called. Wilson Harris tried to turn onto his left foot. Had it knocked away. Fans booing because they wanted a foul for the challenge against Del Piccolo. It'll remain with Louisville City along their back line, though. See, I agree with the official there. I think that Paul Del Piccolo went down a little bit too easy. But one thing I think Lucidi is not doing enough is changing the point of attack, going from side to side, forcing the back line to move. Mushagalusa on the left, drives across high over everyone's head, and it's out of play past the far sideline. I'll throw to Lexington from their left. Mushagalusa has been very active. He's had a few moments where he's looked good, but a couple of times, particularly on his left foot, where he has just gotten the pace of the ball, the weight of the pass all wrong. And a case there, Casey, he just smashed that cross over everyone's head. Really a poor service from Mushigalusa. In this type of game, when you get in line like that, you need to put the ball on the ground a little bit more. Drive the ball across on the ground because you're going to hope for some sort of deflection. You're going to hope for the ball to skip on the wet surface. By hitting it in the air, you're really not giving your team a chance. You don't have some very tall players inside the box, so drive it across and hope for a deflection. We've got a foul against Lexington here after the restart. It'll be a fifth, third free kick to Louisville City in the 44th minute here in the attacking half on the far side, their right. They switch fields from the right to left quickly. It's Mushagalusa looking toward the penalty area. Now looks backward and plays it there to Amadou, Amadou Dia. Back to Mushagalusa on the near sideline. The left for Louisville City. He is defended there by Robertson Mushagalusa. Back to Dia. They'll now switch it. From the left to the middle with Gibson. Now further right to Sean Tosh on the inside right. Playing well into the attacking half, the center back. On the ground, Del Piccolo, top of the box, drives it with his left foot. It's blocked on the way through. Picked up by Green. Actually, that's Martinez. I keep getting them confused. Martinez forward to Bainman. And now Lexington coming out of the crowd with the ball. Muhammad, a long ball over the top. 
Juve giving chase. Tosh is there as well. Zimla out of his area to clear it high into the air and into the stands. A throw to Lexington. And I think both teams in that situation doing exactly what they need to do to win the game. Lou City has to take more shots. Paulo Del Piccolo getting that shot at the top of the box. It wasn't the way that he wanted it to go, but they're starting to look to take those shots. That's going to force the defense to step out on them, opening up those little channels they've been wanting to play. And then Lexington looking to counter quickly. That's the way they're going to beat Lou City is by turning them over and then immediately getting on the attack, releasing their forwards and letting them run at the back line. Foul called against Balagoon of Lexington. Manny Perez draws the foul deep in the defensive half for Louisville City. It's a fifth-third free kick to Lou City. We have moved into stoppage time, which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee has added a minimum of one minute to this first half. One minute to go in stoppage time in a 0-0 game here at Lynn Family Stadium in the U.S. Open Cup between Louisville City and Lexington Sporting Club. Again, the fifth-third free kick coming up for Louisville City. Just to the right of the penalty area, Zimla will take it, sends it high into the air, past midfield into the attacking half. Up for the header was Wilson Harris. He's able to get the ball on the second ball, plays it into the middle to Maris. Now Amadou Dia, wide left to Mushigalusa. Once again, they're working through the left. Here's Mushigalusa on his left foot, tries to play it on the ground. It's blocked by Jackson out of play. It'll be a throw to the near side, the left for Louisville City in their attacking half near the final third. I'm okay with that. I like the service that he was going to play. It was looking to be a bending ball behind that back line to Ray Serrano making the run. That is the right service, but just really good defense from Lexington, but really good for Mushigalusa there. Dia, a long throw into the box. Can't get past the first defender, Robertson. Back to Dia. He'll drive in across here, you think. No, instead he dribbles, tries to get to the end line. Dia now puts the ball in. A good one towards Wilson Harris. Couldn't get a touch on it. Serrano trying to keep it in play. Couldn't, ba- couldn't get it back in play in front of goal. And that will do it as the ball went past the inline. The referee blows his whistle to end the first half. It is 0-0 between Louisville City and Lexington in this U.S. Open Cup game. And fans, you can dive deeper into the thrills and drama of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup. Stay up to date and join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at Open Cup and on Facebook at Open Cup Official. And you can also watch tonight's match if you're maybe just arriving home in the car. You can head in the house and watch tonight's match on the Bleacher Report app and BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of U.S. Open Cup action and links to watch more games. And one more reminder for you before we head to halftime. The 2023 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup continues over the coming weeks with more exciting twists and turns. Tomorrow night, watch on the Bleacher Report app or BR Football's YouTube channel at 6.30 as remaining teams learn their fate in the third round draw. Then stick around to see 1995 Open Cup champs Richmond Kickers host cup-set-minded Cleveland SC. We'll step aside. Again, the halftime score, 0-0. Louisville City against Lexington in the U.S. Open Cup here at Lynn Family Stadium. It's here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. 
daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and Late Night Happy Hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Louisville City fans, this is Noah McCabe. Tune in to Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680. 1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players like me. It's the Louisville City FC Halftime Report right here on ESPN Louisville. Now, live from Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This halftime report presented to you by Breeze Airways. Nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. The halftime score, Louisville City 0. Lexington Sporting Club, Lexington SC 0. In this U.S. Open Cup game at Lynn Family Stadium. Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield here with you on this Wednesday night. And Casey... uh, a lot that Louisville City did well in that first half relative to Lexington. Again, Lexington, a league from USL League One. That's a league down from Louisville City, a team playing in just their third ever game tonight. Uh, Louisville City with six shots, Lexington with none. Louisville City dominating possession, 61% of the ball. Um, but there's not been much bite on the end of that possession uh, in terms of great chances for Louisville City, really just the one, the little flicked header from Wilson Harris, Falling to his falling backward did really well just to get anything on the ball and a great save from Causey to deny him the goalkeeper for Lexington. Outside of that, uh, there hasn't been much that stands out to my mind in the first half. No, we really haven't made Causey have to make any big saves, really have to work much at all. That was the the one chance. I mean, the outside of that, it's like Dylan Maris from twenty five yards. Yeah, that's the only thing I could really think of, and, and it, that and was never threatening. Yeah. And uh, I mean, a few block shots, but again, nothing threatening. It's really just been they build up to the final third, and then it just deflates almost when they get into there. They, there's not like a bite in that box. There's there's they're not tenacious in that box, and, and that's I think what's most disappointing to me. And then just the decision making in the final third as well, with the types of services to play on whether to take a shot, whether to pass. I think. They are killing themselves because they are taking three and four touches to set up the perfect shot, the perfect pass, the perfect play. And then it's allowing the defense to recover and get set in their shape. Whereas it doesn't have to be perfect. A goal is a goal. It counts the same if it hits the back of the net. And so I would like to see them in the second half maybe try to make the most out of half chances. Instead of taking three touches, maybe just take one and have a go. Or instead of, you know, taking a touch and taking some time, try playing a one-time ball. Just spicing things up a little bit like that instead of being so predictable. 
Let's run through some of the stats here at halftime. As I mentioned, six shots for Louisville City, none for Lexington. The only shot on target for Lou City was that header from Wilson Harris, which we've mentioned. You touched on uh, this stat earlier in the half. Final third entries just goes to show where the ball has been on the field. Louisville City with 48 final third entries as compared to 23 for Lexington. Corner kicks, three of them for Lou City in the first half, none for Lexington. And in terms of fouls, we had 11 combined fouls, six called against Louisville City, though there was one booking in the first half. It was shown to Lexington's midfielder, uh, Fila Dlamini, the South African. He was shown a world of beer yellow card in the first half. More to talk about. What changes maybe need to come for Louisville City? What adjustments does Danny Cruz make? Maybe what is the message in this halftime locker room? Again, Louisville City on the on the heels of arguably their worst ever loss, a 5 to nothing loss by score. That is their worst ever loss, and also perhaps by performance. 5 to nothing to Sacramento last weekend, and then in the home opener a week and a half ago, 3 to nothing to El Paso, Louisville City went down. So they have not scored uh, for two consecutive games, and they have given up eight consecutive goals, looking to change that narrative in the second half. We'll talk about changes that might be coming in the second half when we return. You're listening to Louisville City Soccer here on ESPN Louisville. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG&E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. When it's time to upgrade your home entertainment system, call who I called, RGB Home Theaters. That's for any job, big or small, from hanging a TV to building out an entire room. And one of the best things RGB does is give you a clean look. They'll hide the wires in the wall, make the speakers match the color of your furniture. Little things so you can have a great look and a clean look. They'll always price match your equipment as well, and they can work with any budget. Look them up online today, rgbhometheaters.com. That's rgbhometheaters.com. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Welcome back to Lynn Family Stadium. This is the Breeze Airways Halftime Reports. Breeze Airways, nice, new, and nonstop. That's the Breeze way. The halftime score, 0-0 between Louisville City and Lexington SC in the U.S. Open Cup here at Lynn Family Stadium. Uh, as we were saying in the first segment, Casey, 
not entirely convincing by Louisville City in the first half, despite being the better team, but that was to be expected given that Lexington, again, is playing just their third ever game. A lot of inexperienced players who have been on the fringes of the professional ranks uh, forming this team. So uh, while they dominated the stat sheet, while they had the chances, while they were the better team in the first half, not altogether convincing. So all of that said, what do you think Danny Cruz is thinking right now, Louisville City's head coach? What changes does he make in the second half? What players does he bring on off the bench, and at what point do you think? So, I mean, looking at who is available as the substitutes, there's two names that stick out to me and the two that I would probably bring on just because I think the main need right now is offense. There needs to be some more creative, some more energy offensively. And I think the players to bring that would be Brian Ombi and Jorge Gonzalez. I don't know which of the four offensive players I would change, but I do think we're going to see those two come on. I'm wondering if, you know, injury-wise, is Maris able to go a full game? Is Serrano able to go a full game? I imagine Wilson Harris would stay on because I think he's done very well. Mushaglusa, I think, has had a shaky first half, not his best performance. So I think it's just going to come down to fitness level of the players who have been injured and then really just trying to see who is going to be able to bring that energy, spark the attack, and really – change the game offensively for Lucidity because they need that. You mentioned the two players that we are very likely to see, Jorge Gonzalez and Brian Ombi. The other players available off the bench tonight for Louisville City they include Carlos Mogel and Elijah Winder in midfield, Oscar Jimenez, a fullback, Owen Dom, a very young fullback out of the academy, and Kyle Morton, the number one, is the backup goalkeeper tonight for Lou City. And I thought about Lexington here, Casey. We mentioned it a lot in the first half, but again, a team that has not won either of their first two games in league play down in USL League One, playing in their first U.S. Open Cup tonight against the best team they've faced in competitive play, uh, looking for an upset. And the longer they can keep the 0-0 score line, maybe even try and force extra time in this cup game, uh, that will be to their benefit. That's going to be the goal for Lexington, I would think, just to try and keep this goal zero or keep this game zero zero. And if they can steal a goal here or there to try and grab a winner, they will. But they're they're going to be happy if this remains scoreless. Absolutely. If I'm Lexington, my game plan for the second half is to really focus on defense. They've been sitting in two blocks of four with their back four and a midfield four, and I would continue to do that and then look to transition quickly. They're having two players stay up top, kind of sitting in on the two center backs, which is also forcing Tyler Gibson to have to sit deeper as well. So what I would do if I were them, sit in my defensive shape, look to turn Lucidity over, and then immediately counter and try to catch them on the counterattack. We talked about the wet, shaky conditions. People have been slipping and sliding the entire first half. If I'm Lexington, that's what I'm doing, and I'm feeling pretty good about it. And again, one of the danger men for them, Tate Robertson, service from the right. If he gets down the right side, he can whip in a good ball. And on a wet surface, anything can happen. When we return after this break, the second half here at Lynn Family Stadium. Lou City against Lexington in the U.S. Open Cup. It is 0-0 as the second half is just moments away. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft. Drake responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. Being around a pool or lake can be a lot of fun, but if you don't know how to swim, it can be scary. 
At Safe Splash, that's what they're dedicated to, the safety of your child around water. Here's Amy Albiero from Safe Splash. What we know is taking formal swimming lessons reduces your risk of drowning by up to 88%. It's really important starting even at the age of six months to get kids used to the water, to get acclimated to it, to not be afraid of it. We're also teaching the parent when they're at the pool in the summer or on vacation or in a backyard pool, the best way to help teach their kids to learn how to swim. Safe Splash is located in Springhurst, and they offer group classes for convenient times for you, mornings, evenings, weekends, and you'll have a warm 15-meter pool for your child to get comfortable in the water. We want the same thing parents want. We want progress. That's why my husband and I, who've been in swim coaching our entire lives, we looked at this curriculum and thought there there is nothing better out there. Visit safesplash.com and register today. Mention ESP in Louisville, and your first group class is free. That's safesplash.com. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. It's Paolo Del Piccolo, and you're listening to Louisville City FC right here on ESPN 680, 105.7, and the ESPN Louisville app. Just a few seconds ticking off the clock here in the second half. It is 20 seconds, in fact, have gone by. We just missed the kickoff coming back from break, and as we do come back from break, there's a foul in the midfield against Louisville City's captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, who you just heard introduce this second half. He commits the foul. It'll be a free kick here to Lexington in their defensive half in the middle of the field. We switch ends in the second half. Lexington now with the Estopinal end to their back. They are attacking the waterfront end and the big scoreboard here at Lynn Family Stadium. Louisville City defending that goal with Scouse's house behind them, and they are attacking the goal on the Estopinal end. A couple of changes for Lexington at halftime, which we will get to in just a moment because Lexington has a chance here in the attack. It's Robertson to the right of the penalty area, but he dribbles backward just to evade some Louisville City pressure. Into the middle of the field, Lamini, the player who had the yellow card in the first half. Now Fox along the back line. Louisville City coming out to press a little bit defensively. Fox to the far sideline. A ball whipped into the top of the box and hooked behind by Sean Tosh with his left foot. So this will be a Vi-Fi corner kick for uh, Lexington, the first corner kick of the game in favor uh, of the guests this evening. That was a really good service in the behind. That's the service I've been trying to will Lose City to do all game, that low-driven service. And as you can see there, Toe struggling with the clearance there because of the conditions, and it goes over for a corner kick. But really, I mean, in these first two minutes, Lexington's looking pretty confident out there, and that's exactly what we expected with the scoreline and going into halftime feeling good about themselves. One of the substitutions at halftime, it was Nico Brown on for Lexington in place of Atez Juve. Here's the, here's the corner kick for Lexington. An in-swinger off the left foot. It is headed away by Louisville City. He'll come to Mushagalusa, charging out of the box, dribbling it forward. Here's Mushagalusa still with it in the middle of the field. He gives it away. Lamini read that well. The pass from Mushagalusa right into his feet. Here's Muhammad, a long drive from distance, and it's punched aside by Zimla, the Louisville City goalkeeper. Tariq Muhammad, the defender, the outside back, got it getting forward and just drove it with his left foot from 30 yards, and it was on target for Zimla to punch it aside with both hands, 
and it's out for another corner kick to Lexington. This side from the near side, there left. And whatever the halftime message was from Danny Cruz, the one from Sam Stockley in the Lexington locker room appears to be the more effective one because Lexington has come out on the front foot in this second half. What a shot, though, from Muhammad. He had plenty of time and space there after Mushigalusa turns the ball over in the middle of the field, and he does very well with that time and space. He takes a couple touches, recognizes that he has the opportunity to get a shot on target, and he absolutely ripped that. It's a great save from Zimla, but a shaky moment there from City. Like you said, they are coming out strong. Whatever the halftime message was, it was very inspiring, and they are feeding off of all of this energy. It'll be Tate Robertson to take the corner, an in-swinger off his right foot. The referee sorting out some issues in the six-yard box. Some players there battling for position. He now blows his whistle to allow the corner. Robertson stepping back, raises his arm into the air, and here it comes. High into the air toward the back post, headed away by Sean Tosh for Louisville. It'll come out to Enoch Mushigalusi. He brings it down nicely with his right foot. He's going to dribble into the attacking half or try to. Delomini goes to the ground, gets a piece of the ball. Balagoon collides with Mushigalusi. No foul called. Delomini keeps it in play. And a battle for possession on the far sideline. Now come to Louisville City. Here's Wilson Harris dribbling forward in the middle into the attacking half. Just outside of the box. Feeds it through. Ray Serrano in the penalty area on his right foot. Cuts it back to his left. His shot is deflected behind. A corner kick coming up for Louisville City. That looked like it was on target. Serrano arguing maybe for a handball. Three or four players now in the referee's face wearing purple for Louisville City arguing their point. The referee, though, not interested in giving that call. It will be, though, a Wi-Fi corner here to Louisville City. Ray Serrano did really well, Casey, cutting it onto his left. The shot was on target, deflected behind. Ray Serrano does extremely well in that situation. And this just goes to show you don't know what's going to happen when you shoot the ball. It's a great shot to the back post. But the Lexington defender makes a sliding challenge. And I think they're saying that his arm was above his head. And that's what they're calling for there. But regardless, a good corner kick. Here's the corner from Dylan Mayers to the near post. Ramsey Kowazmi attacks it. And his header is high, very high, and out of play. A goal kick to Lexington. A neatly worked routine there. It got to the intended target. Ramsey Kawazmi, the rookie out of Providence, listed at six feet tall at center back. He got his head to it, just couldn't get it down and on target, Casey. Yeah, the problem was when he went to turn his head, he turned and looked up, which is going to force the ball to go upwards. He needs to get up and look down on the ball so he can direct the ball down and on target. It's really difficult to do, but regardless, a nicely drawn set piece. We've played five minutes in the second half. Still 0-0 between Louisville City and Lexington Sporting Club in the first meeting ever between these two teams. Nico Brown making a run for Lexington down the near sideline. The substitute at halftime. Manny Perez a sliding challenge in front of him to send it out of play. It's a throw to Lexington on the near side. They're left in their attacking final third. And, I mean, this game is really opening up in the second half. As we would have expected, both teams know what's on the line. Both teams know that there has to be a winner in this match. Muhammad will take the throw for Lexington. The left back wears number 57. Throws it in toward the end line. Balagoon holding it up there. Ray Serrano defending for Louisville City, and Serrano did enough. It's out for a throw to Louisville City. Balagoon the final touch. Manny Perez will take this throw. It's about eight yards past the corner flag on the near side, the right for Louisville City in the defensive final third. And now, actually, the referee blows his whistle belatedly for an offside flag against Lexington. So a fifth-third free kick to Louisville. Uh, in their defensive penalty area. Shantosh takes it to Kawazmi. He dribbles forward, now drops it off backward to Zimla, and he'll play it on the ground to Tosh, the right center back tonight for Louisville City. He touches it forward, still in the defensive half on the inside right, drives the ball down the middle of the field. Mushagalusa giving chase. A header there from Lexington. Maris picks it up in the middle of the field for Louisville, heads it forward. Paolo Del Piccolo plays it wide left with the outside of his left foot. A good ball. Here's Amadou D on the left side. Backwards to Maris 
on his right foot. Drives it into the box. Headed away by Fox for Lexington. Back to Maris. Chests it down on the left side. Still in the attacking half. Backward to Musha Galusa on the inside left. Now Maris wide left. Now back to Musha Galusa. Inside left on the ground. Ray Serrano outside of the box. He's going to put in a cross with his left foot high into the air toward the six-yard box, and the goalkeeper, Causey, leaps up to catch it inside the six-yard box. And it's good interchange there on the left side, but just not enough bodies inside the box. You only had Harrison Del Piccolo, so another body needs to get in there. And then when they're in the box and the ball is kind of moving like that, it's so easy just to kind of stand and hold your hand and wait. But I'd like to see a little bit more movement, maybe running a changing positions inside that box is going to make it really difficult for the defenders to be able to track you and guard you. Along the back line, Martinez and Fox now back to Martinez, the left center back tonight for Lexington. He tries to play it on the ground down the near sideline to Muhammad. He's in a world of trouble. A bunch of players in purple around him, one of them, Manny Perez. He comes out with the ball, and he was tugged from behind by Muhammad after he did so. A fifth-third free kick. Loof City puts it back in play quickly. Right side of the box, Manny Perez still in the area now. Perez cuts it onto his left foot. Over to Wilson Harris. His shot is wide. Just a roller on the ground. Not clean contact from Wilson Harris. Scuffed it a bit on this wet surface. The goalkeeper, Causey, dove to his right but it was well wide of his post in the end, a goal kick to Lexington. And if Wilson Harris makes better contact there, Casey, that's a great chance. Yeah, I think this is much better from Loose City. Good ball movement there. I do think Wilson Harris kind of scuffed it a little bit, didn't really get the full contact he needed, but regardless, it was a challenging shot. It forced Causey to have to make sure he had that post covered, but it's a lot better offensively from Loose City. You're listening to tonight's match here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app, but if you'd like to watch it, you can head to the Bleacher Report app and the BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of U.S. Open Cup action and links to watch more games. Lexington sends the ball long all the way down into the arms of Zimla, and Louisville City now has possession out of the back here. 53 minutes and 30 seconds on the clock and counting upward in a 0-0 game. Tosh, the right center back to the left center back, Kawazmi. He dribbles across the midfield stripe into the attacking half on the inside left, turns and plays it with his weaker right foot in the middle to Maris, turns wide right to Manny Perez on the near sideline in the attacking half still. Perez, middle of the field, Maris, turns on his left foot, dribbles to the far side, and plays it there to Kawazmi, who's come forward. Kawazmi, a first-time ball to the far sideline, Dia. Down the far sideline, Mushigalusa, defended by Green, one of the substitutes at halftime, number three for Lexington. Ball into the box for Mushigalusa, a decent one headed away by Fox for Lexington. Second challenge for the ball, and Dylan Maris used his hand there in the middle of the field, trying to keep the ball alive for Louisville City. Jumped in with Glamini, and... Uh, the elbow there of Maris looked like it caught the ball. It's a handball call and a foul and a, a free kick here to Lexington in their defensive half. Yeah, he kind of stuck out like a little chicken wing there to try to get the ball to keep it in possession. Definitely going to be a handball. But I like the service from Mushigalusa right before that. It was a really unexpected ball. He kind of turns and drives it across looking for Wilson Harris there much better. Here comes Lexington driving through the middle. Now playing into Brown, the substitute in the penalty area on the left side. Perez defending. Brown's shot with his left is over the bar. Just spinning. Not clean contact from Brown either. Would have liked to get a little more power on the shot, but good defending there from Manny Perez to stand him up, and Brown really did all he could to try and get it on target, but it was well over the bar, a goal kick to Loose City. Well, and Brown had the angle there for the near post. I just think he chooses the diff, the wrong shot there. He tries to kind of chip it to the back post, where I think if he drives it with his left foot to that near post, it's going to have to force Zimla to have to get down quickly and make a save and really could have been a threatening look. City has to make sure that they block off the angles and aren't giving that much space to be able to get a shot off. But from a City perspective, Casey, it's another decent opportunity for exactly. Lexington going forward. 
in a game where Lexington is the clear underdog here. Uh, just a little bit of concern from Louisville City fans based on the performance for Louisville City. Again, trying to avoid just the fourth ever three-game losing streak across all competitions in team history. They had one last year. They had two back in 2015, their inaugural campaign. Coming forward for Louisville City on the inside, right in the attacking half, Manny Perez in a crowd of white shirts. He's hustled off the ball. Kawazmi, though, steps in front of Balagoon to keep it with Louisville City in the center circle. Here's Amadou Dia for Louisville City to the far sideline. Mushagalusa in the attacking half, defended by Green. Mushagalusa dribbling in on him. Robertson out there as well. Left-footed cross in, a decent one into the six-yard box. The goalkeeper spilled it, but the referee blows his whistle. It's going to be a foul against Lou City. The, ref, uh, the goalkeeper actually ultimately did fall on the ball, but a great ball in, a much better one there for Mushagalusa in between the goalkeeper and the back line. A couple of runners, Wilson Harris and Paolo Del Piccolo, were charging in for Lou City. The goalkeeper initially spilled it, but there was contact I believe by Del Piccolo and the foul called against Del Piccolo. But a good ball there, Casey. Exactly the service that needs to be played in these types of conditions. It's that low driven ball between the back line and the goalkeeper, forcing the goalkeeper to have to make a tough situation to come out when you've got players running at him. I love that service. A turnover. Kawazmi had a loose touch. Here comes Balagoon. Tried to play it wide right to Robertson. Kawazmi, though, recovers nicely just outside of the Louisville box to play it wide out of play for a throw to Lexington. Another Sloppy touch at the back there by the rookie Kawazmi nearly gave Lexington a chance to break into the attack. They've got it along their back line. Lexington Fox, he's hustled off the ball, and Lou City takes over in the middle with Paolo Del Piccolo, the captain. 57th minute, now into the 58th minute. 0-0 in this opening game of the U.S. Open Cup for both of these teams. The first ever U.S. Open Cup game for Lexington in their history. Louisville City made a reasonable run last year in the U.S. Open Cup. They've made it as far as the quarterfinals of this tournament back in 2018. Louisville with possession in the attacking half. Middle of the field, Dylan Maris, 35 yards from goal. Tries to play it wide left to Amadou Dia and just overhit the pass. It was too far out in front of Dia. He couldn't catch up to it. A throw here to Lexington on the far side there right in their defensive half. The type of service he played looked like he wanted to play it to Musha Galusa, but the direction of the ball was going to Amadou Dia. Just poor decision-making on the ball there from Dylan Maris. He had plenty of time and space. It just has to be cleaner. The other halftime substitution, which we're cleaning up rather late for you, but it did occur. Owen Green came into the game in place of Kimball Jackson, the player who made his debut tonight for Lexington, the Lexington native playing for his brand-new hometown team. Jackson replaced at halftime by Owen Green, and all of those substitutions, both of them for Lexington in halftime, brought to you by Fortna. Again, it was Brown and Green on. Here's Manny Perez for City in the box, drives it to the penalty spot, Moose over the bar. Oh, he was completely wide open. No one within three yards of him as he came onto that ball that was cut back nicely by Manny Perez from the inline. And somehow, with the goal beckoning, Mushagalusa got underneath it, got out his chipping wedge when he needed the driver, and it ended up in the Estopanel Inn. It's a goal kick to Lexington. That clearly an opportunity for Lou City to break this goal-scoring drought and put themselves in front. The build-up play with Ray Serrano and Manny Perez was absolutely exquisite, and the ball in from Perez was perfect. Mushigalusa was about at the six-yard box, so how he got that over the goal from the distance that he was actually is impressive, but really poor 
really, really poor from Mushigalusa. It has to be better. You have to get that on target. No questions asked. Here comes Lucidi again. Wilson Harris inside left in the attacking half. Wide left Mushigalusa off of his back heel, but he keeps it in play. Defended by Green, the substitute. Backward down the far sideline. Amadou Dia inside left now. Dylan Maris still in the attacking half for Lucidi. Coming forward is Sean Tosh on the inside right. Backward to Kawazmi as Lucidi just collects themselves. Inside left in the attacking half. Dylan Maris dribbling forward. Tries to play it forward to Del Piccolo. Cut out there by Dlamini of Lexington. Here they come down the near sideline. Nico Brown charging forward. The pass too far out in front uh, for him from Dlamini. And it'll be a throw to, Le- uh, to Louisville, rather, on the near side, the right. Three substitutions, which, Casey, I'll let you keep track of because I have a read here for U.S. soccer. So we'll get those substitutions in just a moment. They're coming for Louisville City. We do have the opportunity to remind you, though, that you can dive deeper into the thrills and drama of the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup by staying up to date and joining the conversation on social media. Head to Twitter and Instagram at Open Cup and on Facebook at Official Open Cup. Three substitutions here for Louisville City. Jorge Gonzalez and Brian Ownby among them. And what do you got, Casey? Oscar Jimenez as so well has checked in the game. Oscar Jimenez comes on for Manny Perez. Jorge Gonzalez coming on for Dylan Mayers. And then it looks like Brian Ownby is going to be replacing Musha Galusa. All of those substitutions brought to you by Fortna. So Danny Cruz does go to the bench at the hour mark, as you suggested he might at halftime, Casey. And he makes the two switches that you suspected, Onbi and Jorge Gonzalez coming on, replacing Musha Galusa and Dylan Maris in the midfield for Gonzalez. And then the other switch is Oscar Jimenez coming in at right back. And we have a foul and some fired-up Louisville City players who want the ball quickly because they're trying to seize momentum here. Foul against Lexington in the attacking half on the inside right. A fifth-third free kick for Lou City. They spray it wide left. Ray Serrano with the free kick. Sends it long wide left to Amadou Dia. They're in the attacking half by 10 or 15 yards right now. Brian Obi playing on the left. Touches it back to Dia. Plays it into the middle on the ground to Sean Tosh. Tosh wide right now to Ray Serrano. Keeps it in play on the near sideline. Looking to put a ball in the box. A driven one. Nico Brown jumping in the way. Blocking it out of play. It's a throw to Louisville City on the near side. The right in the final third. Jimenez takes it quickly into the box. Wilson Harris turns with his left foot outside of the box. Paolo Del Piccolo plays it wide right towards Harris. Pass was deflected. Intercepted by Tariq Muhammad of Lexington. He sends it long for Balagoon to chase. Zimla 30 yards off of his line like a sweeper keeper should. Sends it long into the air to clear it away out of danger. It'll roll all the way to the end line of Lexington and past the end line a goal kick to Lexington SC here the visitors. Zimla there channeling his fellow countrymen and Manuel Neuer coming out playing that sweeper keeper position but the energy that has been brought on with these substitutes has really been good. They've sparked a little bit more of attack. Lucidi looks to be trying to speed the game up trying to be more aggressive and that's what they needed offensively. Goal kick for Lexington. 62 minutes gone by 0-0. Remains our score. Lucidi with a number of really good chances, notably in the second half for Mushigalusa and for Wilson Harris in the first half. Those two clearly the best of the game. But Lexington has had their shots as well, their opportunities as well. Here comes Lucidi now down the near side, the right. Oscar Jimenez pops his cross high up into the air, just miss hit that that ball, and it finally comes down past the advertising boards behind for another goal kick. Jimenez had plenty of space and time to try and find his cross, but just couldn't wrap his foot around it 
and a goal kick to Lexington. Yeah, really uncharacteristic there from Jimenez there. He just doesn't get his hips around the ball as much. His hips are continuing to face that in line, which is why he's not able to get the ball inside the box. He needs to make sure that he twists his whole body as he's going to play it. It's going to put the spin on the ball that's going to curve back towards his teammates, which is the service that he wanted to play. 64th minute now, 26 minutes and change plus stoppage time in this second half in a 0-0 game. Louisville City with 10 shots so far. One of those, the the header from Harris on target. Lexington with two shots, both coming in the second half. One of them on target. That was the long-distance effort from Muhammad that forced Zimla to punch it wide with both fists. Lucidity in possession. 63 and a half minutes gone. They've got along their back line with Ramsey Kawazmi now to the left back, Amadou Dia. And Dia just took his focus off the ball. Tried to turn and play the ball before he brought it under his control. And it rolls past just off of his left foot and out of play. A throw here to Lexington. That was certainly a mistake from Louisville's veteran left back. Well, and so a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes so far from Lucidi, just losing focus ever so slightly. They have to make sure that they're staying locked into this game because it just takes one little lapse. And the way Lexington has been playing, being patient, working the ball, staying committed to their defensive shape is really going to allow them to take advantage of any mistake Lucidi has. Here comes Lexington with an opportunity to come forward. They play it to Muhammad, who's come forward on the inside left. He drives one. It's blocked by Sean Tosh in the box. It'll stay in play. Brown will watch it. Bounce past the end line. Another corner kick here for Lexington. It'll come from the near side, their left. And once again, Muhammad finding himself in the attacking half in space, and he let fly. It was blocked by Tosh. Yeah, Tosh does better there of getting tighter to Muhammad to not let him have a clear look on goal, but he had eyes for the back of the net there. He was about to rip that one, and the flight of the ball looked like it was going to be a good height to challenge Zimla there in the back line. But Lexington still continuing to build in this game, continuing to create solid opportunities. Corner kick for Lexington from the near side, their left. It'll be an in-swinger off the right foot of Tate Robertson, a player who has an assist to his name this season. Plays it to the back post. No one there but Sean Tosh. He heads it away first time. Uh, Dolmini, I should say, clips it into the box. A slip from Oscar Jimenez. It's still with Lexington. Robertson, back heel to Muhammad on the left side, looking to put it across with his left foot. Here it comes, right into the chest of Zimla, who falls on the ball to stop that threat. Zimla quickly, though, to his feet, trying to jumpstart the counterattack for Lou City, throwing it forward to Brian Ombi, but he can't catch up to it. Dlamini had it well read. He plays it back to the opposite goalkeeper for Lexington, Causey. Zimla does well also there to hold on to the ball and not deflect it in any way, shape, or form because there was a ton of Lexington attacking players there. I'm not sure on the decision to release quickly. I, I, do, I don't mind it, but I just think that there was too many players in that situation and it really wasn't the right service to set Brian Obi up for success. Here comes Lou City on the inside right in the attacking half. Wilson Harris, his, his ball to the top of the box towards Gonzalez was cut out by Lexington. But the second ball picked up by Lucidi. Oscar Jimenez on the near side, the right. Plays it into the center circle. Ramsey Kawazmi. They're trying to switch fields down to the left side. Kawazmi dribbles over that way. Plays it on the, on the ground to Brian Ombi. Dribbling in against Robertson. Ombi, can he get to the end line? Robertson, a leg out. Ombi's ball in, knocked down. A second ball in from Dia. Harris's shot. It's bouncing high into the air and ultimately into the arms of Kawazmi, the goalkeeper. It was an acrobatic effort from Wilson Harris. He punched it down with his foot with his leg on the shot, just slammed it down into the ground, and it took a high hop off the turf 
and relatively easy save for Causey in the end. It's one of those things that when Brian Omi gets the ball in the wing and he gets his head down and he's driving at the end line, you know a cross is coming. And so you had four bodies in the box here to challenge it. Again, I don't think Wilson Harris was able to get the right connection on it. There's twice now that he hasn't been able to get full contact on the ball. But regardless, it's a good opportunity. And Harris is putting himself in positions to be able to find those chances. City was coming forward again. Omi trying to play it through towards Harris. Too far out in front of him. The goalkeeper read it. After the ball put back in play, we have a big challenge. And another booking is on the way for Lexington as Mohammed just cleared out Ray Serrano, hit him right in the shin. Serrano down on the ground, holding his left leg. And the referee, Nabil Bin Salah, quickly went to his pocket, coming over to the near side to show a booking here. And he does now raise that yellow card into the air. Tariq Mohammed, the 23-year-old, in his fourth season as a professional, shown a world of beer yellow card here in the 68th minute. It'll be a fifth-third free kick to Louisville City in their attacking half on the near side, the right just a yard in from the near sideline. When Serrano recovers in just a few minutes, as Stuart Wright, the trainer, comes over to check on him. Really tough challenge, and hopefully Serrano is okay because I think he has done extremely well. He has definitely grown into this game and really has looked sharp in this second half. But this is going to set up an excellent set-piece opportunity for Lucid. They haven't really had one in this type of position, haven't really had many in the offensive third so far. So a good opportunity, probably my guess would be for Jimenez to whip a ball into the box, looking to target right outside that six-yard box where it's going to force Causey to have to decide to come out and also going to give his teammates a chance to run onto it and really get contact on the ball. We're in the 69th minute now, 68-09 and counting upward in a 0-0 game. Two players stand over the free kick for Louisville. It's Oscar Jimenez, the right-footed option, and Paolo Del Piccolo, the left-footed option. Again, it's about four yards in from the near sideline, maybe 18 yards, almost level with the top of the box, 18 yards from the corner flag. Jimenez raises his arm. He does not take it. It'll be Del Piccolo to take it. Here it is. Driven high into the air into the six-yard box. It's headed in. There's the opening goal for Louisville City. They are off the schneid. It is Sean Tosh rising above the crowd to head it into an open net after the goalkeeper came off of his line. A well-delivered ball in from Paolo Del Piccolo. And Louisville City now, after 69 minutes nearly, find themselves in the lead courtesy of Sean Tosh. Nine goals for him last year, a USL record for a defender, and he's off the mark in 2023 with that goal. It's Louisville City 1, Lexington nothing. And I really don't think they could have executed that set piece any more perfectly. They... I mean, that was beautiful. It was absolutely the way that they wanted to play, the way they wrote it up, the way that they practiced it. It was a beautiful, nice height ball played in by Paulo Del Piccolo. And then Sean Tosh just comes rising out of the crowd. There was no one even around him that was even challenging him. Causey tries to come out but gets shielded by his own teammates. And Tosh really does well to make proper contact on the ball, to not hit it over, not hit it wide. Great finish. Excellent, excellent set piece. The rain has stopped, and for Louisville City, a little bit of sunshine late into the night here as that goal is scored. Here comes a chance for two. Jorge Gonzalez coming forward, battling a challenge. A player was tugging at his jersey, but he kept his composure and kept his, his dribble alive. 
And now a foul goes against Louisville City as they're trying to really pounce here. Paolo Del Piccolo very fired up as the foul was called against him. He is booked. A World of Beer yellow card shown to Paolo Del Piccolo and a free kick here to Lexington in their defensive half. That goal, by the way, presented by the Kentucky Lottery. Fueling imagination, funding education, Kentucky Lottery. And we can also remind you that you can watch tonight's match on the Bleacher Report app and BR Football YouTube channel. Visit usopencup.com for the full schedule of U.S. Open Cup action and links to watch more games. The run initially, Casey, from Jorge Gonzalez, he was just more physical than the Lexington defender that was tugging at his shoulder, and he was able to make about a 20-yard run, uh, but ultimately lost the ball. But applaud him for the effort. Well, I think it was a great effort, and then the ref is showing that he's trying to play advantage when he plays the ball, but we never got any advantage from it. I think it would have been a better decision for the ref to call that back and give him a set piece in that situation. I understand you're always trying to play advantage, but Lou City did not get any advantage from that situation. So now Louisville City trying to put this game away. They lead it one to nothing over Lexington. The visitors out of USL League One in just the third game of their existence held strong, held firm for the better part of 68 minutes, but finally conceded after a well-worked set piece and a terrific header by Sean Tosh. Delamini for Lexington in the midfield, number 22, play, uh, plays it wide right. They'll now kick it long to the top of the box, and a run is there, and a chance for Lexington, though it'll bounce just in front of that runner from Machel. Charlie Machel, the English 28-year-old, the journeyman and the captain tonight, just in front of him, and it bounces into the hands of Zimla. Honestly, I think a little unfortunate there for Machel. If he's able to get some sort of touch on it, I think he has a good opportunity. He had both of the defenders kind of beat there, but the ball takes a weird bounce, allowing Zimla to be able to come out and really squash any sort of attack. Louisville City sent the ball forward after Zimla brought that ball in and it's out for a Louisville City throw on the far side there left in their attacking half 18 minutes to go one to nothing our score Lou City looking to slam the door shut right now and the pesky neighbors from down the way on I-64 who have been very pesky tonight uh, a good showing for them through the first hour or so but eventually Louisville's cream has risen to the top as it stands Zimla a long ball after the ball was worked all the way back to him he sends it toward Harris headed away by a Lexington defender it comes to Kawazmi at the center circle just to the left of it. Forward to Ombi. Ombi in the middle to Wilson Harris. Let's it roll past him. Cuts it onto his right foot. Neat stuff from Harris here as he drags the ball all the way wide right. Plays it out wide, wide right to Ray Serrano. Serrano dribbles infield on his left foot. On the ground to Harris. Got a touch but couldn't quite control it. Cleared away just in front of him by Martinez of Lexington. Picked up in the middle by Tyler Gibson of Louisville City. Tried to play it wide right to Oscar Jimenez on the dribble and the ball is just in front of Jimenez and it's out to Louisville City for a throw. And we did have... We have a substitution here, and that allows me to tell you about a substitution we had after the goal as well. Both of these subs for Lexington. Uh, for Lexington a moment ago, Don Smart, a 35-year-old Jamaican in his 10th season as a pro. He came in a moment ago, and now Jalen James, a 22-year-old from Grand Prairie, Texas, in his first year as a pro out of Campbell University. Those two have each checked into the game. Those two subs for Lexington presented by Fortna, and they each come in the second half. The most recent one, James, coming in in the 74th minute. Here's a foul against Louisville City and a free kick for Lexington along their back line in the defensive half, and they get it into Don Smart, who is dropping very deep. He wears the number 10 for Lexington, and he was a teammate of his head coach. Stan Buckley, back in 2011 in the USL for a now defunct team known as FC New York. He is a veteran that has been around for a number of years, and he is one of the leaders, you would imagine, uh, with at his age and with his experience on this young Lexington team. Lucidity in the ball, on the ball, rather, 
as we move into the 75th minutes. Along the back line, Shanto, she's in the defensive half on the inside right, dribbling toward midfield, clips it high into the air over the top towards Wilson Harris. He's beaten in the air by Martinez. It's knocked down to Fox of Lexington. He plays it forward to Smart. Smart looking for a long ball over the top instead, uh, slows it down, plays it wide left to the near side. Here's Tate Robertson who's shown up on the left in the second half now. Now along the back line, Martinez across field on the ground to Fox as Lexington tries to work out of the back and find a tying goal late into this game with a quarter of an hour to go. Delamini, who was shown a yellow card in the first half, has it in the midfield now, still in the defensive half as Louisville City just backs off ever so slightly for the moment. Martinez now to Robertson on the near sideline. They're working in the attacking half now. On the near side, the left for Lexington. He dribbles in field, defended by Serrano. Backward here to Don Smarts. And further backward to Martinez. Just nothing really going forward right now for Lexington. They go long from Martinez to Brown on the near sideline. Nico Brown, he's in the attacking half. Serrano comes over as a second defender and gets a touch of the ball. It's out of play past the near sideline. A throw to Lexington on the near side, the left in their attacking half. Well, I think what Lexington is struggling with is really trying to break down the defensive shape of Loose City. Previously in their attacks, they've been able to kind of catch them in a counter situation or catch them in a numbers-up situation, which has allowed them to get in behind. But now that Loose City has been able to drop and sit into their defensive shape, Lexington is having a hard time figuring out how to break down that shape, how to move the ball in order to find those gaps. Long ball from Lexington from Fox. Kawazmi read it well on the end for Louisville. And as Louisville tried to work it forward, Lexington takes over. They play it wide left now to Robertson. He's got a ton of space to dribble into in the attacking half. Cuts it into the middle of the field. Plays it over to his left foot. He was tripped up, or so he tried to sell it as he went down to the ground. The referee, though, a wag of the finger as Robertson went down. The challenge came in from Serrano, and the heavy touch from Robertson, it uh, results in the ball ending up in the arms of Zimla, the Louisville goalkeeper. Absolutely the right decision there. Robertson kind of leaves his leg trailing a little bit to draw that contact, never going to get a foul in that situation. So luckily he didn't get a yellow card because he could have for simulation. It's back with Zimla now coming out of his box to get a touch for Louisville. To Kawazmi, the left center back, now across field on the ground to the right center back, Sean Tosh. One player up with a little bit of pressure. That's Bainman, or Bainham rather. Bainham, I should say, for Lexington. Bainham up with the pressure and now it's to the far side dia middle of the area uh, middle of the field rather gonzalez drops it off to the captain del piccolo louisville sitting in the attacking half looking for goal number two and looking for uh to put this game away oscar jimenez on the end line in the box and a sliding challenge there and a good one comes over from frankie martinez for lexington and he sends it out for a by fi corner kick to louisville city from the near side their rights Frankie Martinez has been very good for Lexington in the back line. He's made several really good challenges to kind of keep his team in this one. Nice play, though, from Oscar Jimenez. He makes a good touch to beat that first bit of, of, def of defense, of challenge there, and he does well to be able to draw the corner kick. Five-five corner from the near side, the right end swinger off the left foot of Jimenez. He stands over it. Here it comes, driven towards the near post, towards Tosh just over his head, and Martinez had the touch for Lexington. It's a high in the air and into the Estopinal end. It'll be another corner kick for Louisville City from the same spot, the near side, the left. Nicely worked ball. It was a good service in there. Martinez, again, just doing well to win the space there, win the area, and clear it out of danger. But you had Tosh there. You had Del Piccolo there making good runs inside the box. So once again, Oscar Jimenez hitting this with his left foot. An in-swinger for the Vi-Fi corner. Here it comes towards the back post, punched away by the goalkeeper in the middle of the field. Outside of the box, Gonzalez tries to bring it down for Louisville City. He's battling with James for Lexington. Amadou Dia now clips it to the near sideline. Here's Oscar Jimenez on his right foot. Turns, plays it backward to on the inside right, Ray Serrano. He uh, does a little turn, trying to find his options. Plays it backward to Sean Tosh. 
Now they switch fields on the inside left. Amadou Dia wide left. Jorge Gonzalez still in the attacking half. 12 minutes to go plus stoppage time. Lou City in front one to nothing. Sean Tosh the goal scorer in the second half in the 69th minute or so on a well-worked set-piece routine assisted by Paolo Del Piccolo. Near side, the right is Oscar Jimenez in the final third, dribbling in toward the penalty area. Overlap, Ray Serrano on the inline. Puts the ball in toward the uh, the six-yard box, but it's well off the mark and went out of play while it was still in the air. A goal kick here for Lexington. Louisville City going to the bench once again, and it's a player we just mentioned, the captain, Paolo Del Piccolo, who will give way. He has an assist under his belt tonight. He hands the captain's armband over to Brian Ombi and makes his way to the near sideline with a hand for the official as well as he jogs toward us as we are positioned here in the press box. Carlos Mogel Jr. will come into the game to replace him. So Mogel on, Del Piccolo off in the 79th minutes. That substitution presented by Fortna. I think that's a right decision in this situation. Paulo Del Piccolo had a fabulous game, but he is on a yellow card, and the last thing you want is for tempers to get high and for you know something to happen to where he's going to defend his teammate and get a second yellow card. Lexington trying to work the ball out of the back. Fox just clips it long down the far sideline. And a foul here against Lexington. We'll give a fifth-third free kick to Lou City as Amadou Dia was drugged down from behind by, I believe, James. It is James, one of the substitutes for Lexington. The 2023 Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup continues over the coming weeks with more exciting twists and turns. Tomorrow night, watch on the Bleacher Report app or BR Football's YouTube channel at 6.30 p.m. ET, Eastern Time, as remaining teams learn their fate in the third-round draw. Then you can stick around to see the 1995 Open Cup champions, the Richmond Kickers, host cup-set-minded Cleveland SC. That's coming up at 6.30, the third-round draw show. And you can watch it again on the Bleacher Report app or the Bleacher Report football YouTube channel. The fifth third free kick after Dia recovers from that little scuffle, that little challenge that sent him to the ground. It's taken by Louisville City. Dia and Kawazmi trading passes on the left side in the attacking half. Then Kawazmi picks up his head, plays it long down the far sideline. Ownby nowhere near it and didn't even try and chase it. It bounces behind for a goal kick here to Lexington. And in the 80th minute, we can also remind you, Louisville City fans, that you should head to Twitter to vote on tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. It'll be available for you for the next few minutes on Twitter at the official Louisville City Twitter account. That is at LouCityFC, twitter.com slash LouCityFC for tonight's Lynn Family Sports Vision and Training Man of the Match poll. Just under 10 minutes to play. A one to nothing lead in favor of Louisville City as you listen to us here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield hanging out with you in this opening U.S. Open Cup game of the season for both Lexington and Louisville, the first ever meeting between these two teams. Lexington drives the ball toward the Louisville box, nowhere for anyone to chase for Lexington, and it'll roll to Zimla, who just kills some time by letting the ball sit at his feet for just a few moments. And finally, Machel comes over to apply some pressure, forcing Zimla to pick it up for Louisville City. The dying embers here of this game, a goal would kill it for Louisville City, but still plenty of time for Lexington if they can just find something going forward. Well, one thing I want to note is how I really like the options that these front four players give you. They're extremely dynamic. There have been so many times where the players have interchanged, where Jorge Gonzalez has ended up out on the wing. Brian Nombi's been in the middle. Ray Serrano's been on the opposite side. They're constantly moving and constantly changing up top, and that's what makes it really difficult to defend, and that's what's also going to help spark even more attack. So I really love the interchange between the front four players. 
Ball into the hands of the goalkeeper for Lexington, Austin Causey. And Lexington trying to build out of the back. They've got it with Don Smart now, the veteran substitute who came in a few moments ago. On the inside right, he clips it forward. It's knocked down. Coming forward is James. A sliding challenge between him and Ownby. No foul called. And Louisville City comes out with the ball. Here's Ray Serrano trying to play it through on the curling run by Wilson Harris, but well read there by Martinez along the back line of Lexington. It's now with Smarts. Now Fox, again, the Louisville native, a CNX High School graduate who played at the University of Kentucky, a former Kentucky Mr. Soccer way back in 2012. Kalen Fox playing in his hometown tonight, number five along the back line for Lexington. It's the right back now looking for James on the inside right channel, but the ball was behind him just under his heel, and Tyler Gibson picks it up for Louisville City, and Louisville will knock the ball around here in possession with just over seven minutes to go, plus stoppage time in this one to nothing game that favors Louisville City currently. And fans are wanting the players to continue to go forward to keep putting goals in the back of the net. Lou City trying to make sure that they are taking care of the ball, though they have to be smart because they want to deflate some of the energy out of the game, but then they have to make sure that they're staying locked in and really not making too many mistakes going forward. It's with Ray Serrano on the inside right. He does well to turn against, uh, that's Nico Brown, number 77. Still with Serrano. He has impressed me tonight with some dribbling skill, Casey, for a player that has been injured. He's looked confident on the ball for a youngster, still just 20 years of age. Ball into the box from Jimenez, headed away by a defender for Lexington, just in front of the run from Brian Ombi. And now here comes Lexington forward, trying to find a late chance. It's James driving into the center circle. Three players making runs forward for Lexington. James, though, hesitated for a long moment, and it's called as a foul. Carlos Mogel came in late with a challenge. I thought that that might just stand as a loose ball. But the foul called by Nabil Bin Salah, the referee, and it'll be a free kick here to Lexington in the center circle in their attacking half. We have a couple of substitutions here before that free kick, one for each side. It'll be Lexington to make the switch first. For them coming on is Cesar Murillo Jr., a 27-year-old from West Texas, El Paso, making his first appearance for Lexington this season. And for Louisville, it'll be Elijah Winder coming off the bench to replace Wilson Harris to bring some fresh legs to the top of the formation. Those two substitutions, Mario Jr. on for Lexington and Winder, Elijah Winder on for Louisville, brought to you by Fortna. They come to you in the 85th minute. Both teams just trying to bring on some fresh legs for different purposes. Lucidy bringing on Elijah Winder to kind of be that player they can release to and just kind of when they do dump balls over the top, his job is just going to be to run. He is going to chase everything. He is going to try to apply pressure to everything and just run. Whereas with Lexington trying to get a little bit more energy into their attack, see if they can get some fresh legs to go with the back line to try to get something in the dying embers of the game. And here's maybe an opportunity for Lexington as a foul was called against Louisville City and against Tyler Gibson. It'll come on the inside right for Lexington in their attacking half, maybe 35 yards from goal. And a set-piece situation here for the visitors trying to steal a late goal that would tie this game with just minutes to play in the U.S. Open Cup here between Louisville and Lexington. Again on the inside right, maybe 35, I'll give it as 30 yards from goal. Smart stands over it, along with Robertson for Lexington. And it looks like it will be Smart. Just a couple of players, I believe two in the wall for Louisville City. And Don Smart, the 35-year-old from Kingston, Jamaica. Played a couple of seasons in the USL Championship with, as I mentioned, FC New York back in 2011 and Fresno as well in 2018. Four seasons in the NASL with the Indy 11. 
He has been a journeyman, but he's a veteran. Here's his free kick. High into the area. It's a decent service, and the header is over the bar. Louisville City's defenders looking around, raising their arms. But the header there for Lexington uh, was just over. It was Will Bainham, the Australian 25-year-old, who got the better of his defender and was able to find the ball with his head but couldn't put it on target. And did I miss something, Casey? Did they call offside It was a here? foul. They called a foul. Here um, I am looking at my notes, yep, and it's a foul. on the service in. So, I mean, it was a great ball in, and really, I think – a perfect chance for Lexington, but they did call some contact. There was a push there in the buildup to the play. So if that shot had been on target, wouldn't have counted anyway if that header had been on target from Bainham. Here's a foul on the other end, on the inside right against Lexington. The foul, it'll be a fifth third free kick here to Lou City from uh, really a, an almost identical position to where Lexington just had this free kick a moment ago, just mirrored on the other end of the field. It'll be the inside right for Louisville City, maybe 30 yards, 35 yards or so from goal. Two players standing over it for Lou City. They lead it one to nothing here with three minutes plus stoppage time to go. It's Carlos Mogel and Oscar Jimenez standing over. The whistle goes. They take it quickly on the ground. Near sideline, Ray Serrano. He's defended by Nico Brown. Serrano, Serrano dancing over the ball. Now into the corner on a combination from Mogel, and he wins a throw. Serrano just plays it off of Nico Brown. It's out for a throw to Lou City on the near side, the right near the corner flag. And now is where game management really comes into play. You've got about two and a half minutes left of regular time before you have stoppage time. So Lucidity just trying to see if they can t slow down those restarts, see if they can keep the ball in their offensive end. But then you also have to make sure that you don't lose track of the mission here and don't lose track of the other team because it's so easy to be so focused on killing the game that you allow the other team to get back in it. Took a few moments to find a ball for Louisville City to get that throw back in play. Perhaps little gamesmanship if you want to read into it for Louisville City. The throw comes in. It's cleared away by Brown. It's another throw for Louisville from nearly the same spot. Again, the inside, or the, uh, the near side, the right, near the corner flag with two minutes to go plus stoppage time. And a one to nothing lead for Louisville as they try to defend that lead. It's Serrano back to him by Winder. And Serrano once again just plays it off of Brown. Nothing, uh, nothing too clever about this. They're just trying to kill as much time as they can. And Serrano wins another throw in the exact same spot. And Ray Serrano doing really well with it, just being so nonchalant with it and just hitting it completely off of the defender. So this throw is put in play further downfield. Gonzalez trying to turn it into the middle of the field, and Lexington wins the ball back. A turnover by Louisville City, and Lexington streaming forward with numbers right now. They need to. They trail it one to nothing in this single elimination tournament. So they're running the U.S. Open Cup. will end after one game if the score holds right now. It's out for a throw to Lexington on the far side, the right. And they will take it there. I believe that's green number three. He sends it toward the end line. And first to read it was Tyler Gibson. He wins the ball for Louisville City. Clipped high toward the top of the formation. Elijah Winder with fresh legs giving chase. It's out for a Lexington throw on the far side there, right in their defensive half. They get it in field quickly all the way back to the goalkeeper, Causey. Now the left center back, Martinez. Switches fields all the way to the far side, the right. That is the substitute, Murillo Jr., who checked in late in this game. He clips the ball long on the inside right channel. Bainham up battling for it physically. Comes to Machel in the middle of the field. A battle for possession. Ball ping-ponging around. A header from Gibson. It'll come to Fox. He brings it down over his shoulder for Lexington and just touches it in front of Elijah Winder, who was charging in with pressure. Goes back to the goalkeeper, Causey. Now Martinez 
for Lexington. 15 seconds to go plus stoppage time in this game. Lou City in front one to nothing. Robertson for Lexington battling with Serrano. Still Robertson on the inside left for Lexington in the attacking half. He finally gets the ball away after surviving a heap of pressure from Louisville City. Plays it wide right to Kalen Fox as we have moved into stoppage time which is presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. The referee is at a minimum of three minutes. Here's a shot from James and a save from Zimla. Three minutes to go in stoppage time presented by the Louisville Muhammad Ali International Airport. James, from a very acute angle on the right side in the box, turned and had a hit and an easy save, a comfortable save, a routine save for Oliver Zimler, the goalkeeper for Louisville City tonight. Well, really surprised how James had so much space there inside the final third. Lou City sitting off of him a little bit too much, in my opinion. And Zimla, again, doing a really good job. Yes, it's a routine save, but in these conditions, sometimes those are the most difficult ones because the ball is wet. He does well to make sure that he holds on to it, doesn't deflect it, and really adverts any danger. Crowd of 4,000. It was the announced attendance tonight. 4,000 and change, I should say. Not an exact number, 4,000, but 4,000 and a few extras. On a wet and dreary night, on a night when uh, many would have been watching the weather on television concerned because of tornado watches and thunderstorm warnings, but it's ultimately turned out to be a pretty clear night by the end of tonight's game. This game played under rain for the majority of it. Zimla punts the ball after it came all the way to him. We are in stoppage time once again, and the punt goes all the way to the other goalkeeper, Causey. Last chance time right now for Lexington. Last drink, last call right now for the visitors in the U.S. Open Cup here against Louisville. They play it long. Kawazmi a header. It'll come back to Kawazmi on a second ball. He just heaves it forward, hoofs it forward with his right foot. It goes past the far sideline, a throw to Lexington now. And for Lexington at this point, you just got to throw everything at this game. Throw the kitchen sink at the game if you want to give yourself an opportunity to keep your U.S. Open Cup run alive. And also... Perhaps more importantly for the history of the club, look for your first ever victory if they are able to find some way to score a goal late here. We are in stoppage time. It's Robertson on the right. Puts the ball into the box. Clipped away by Tosh. Not a great clearance. It's still alive. And Green just tried to put it back into the box. Dia cleared it away. High into the second tier of the stands on the far sideline here at Lynn Family Stadium. Out for a Lexington throw. The throw into Smart. They're working it on the far side. It is a sliding challenge and a foul against Louisville City in a very dangerous position. A late challenge there. I believe Gonzalez made the challenge. Ombi was down on the ground as well. And this might be the last best chance for Lexington, and they're sending their goalkeeper forward. Causey coming into the attack. It is on the right side of the penalty area, about eight yards past the penalty area, almost level with the top of the 18-yard box penalty area. And Smart will take this free kick for Lexington. Two players in the wall for Louisville, and there are nine players in the box, including the goalkeeper. Just two players outside of the box for Lexington, including the man taking the free kick smart. One player back as a safety. Here's smart. Hits it high into the air, into the six-yard box. The header is toward goal, cleared off the line by Amadou Dia. Lexington wants the goal given. They say it was over the line. Then a foul as Louisville City tried to clear it away, and the foul against Lexington and another world of beer yellow card shown to the player who committed the foul. But that header, a looping header, a huge crowd of players just in front of Oliver Zimla in goal. And the looping header beat Zimla, but Amadou Dia, the veteran for Louisville City in his second season with the club, tracking back and headed it off the line. Lexington was inches away from tying this game. 
And again, another beautiful service from Don Smart. He had the last set piece play, too, where Lexington had a good opportunity but got called back for a foul. It was a gorgeous ball in, and with all those bodies, you have to expect one of your players to get on the end of it. Did very well to get on it. They had Zimla beat, but oh my word, my heart dropped until I saw Amadou Dia standing there on the line. He deserves all the praise right now to save that off of the line but wow lexington got very close there and that's the last action of the game after the ball was put back in play following the foul and the yellow card from a fifth third free kick the referee immediately blows his whistle and louisville city has won this u.s open cup game courtesy of a second half goal from ton sean tosh on a delivery by paolo del piccolo the two coaches with a lengthy hug at midfield. Sam Stockley for Lexington and Danny Cruz for Louisville. Great respect between those two men as these two professional soccer teams from Kentucky bring their first ever meeting to a close. And for the first time, two professional teams from Kentucky have completed a soccer game. That's just cool to say. Louisville City wins at one to nothing. Let's step aside. Lots to talk about in the postgame wrap-up on the other side of this break. Again, Lou City wins at one to nothing over Lexington. It's Lou City Soccer on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. I'm an emergency medical technician. Today, I arrived at the scene of a crash. I've seen enough of these to know it's a bad one. Young female driver, unconscious. I see her phone on the floor. The screen says OMW, on my way. She never hit send. Be safe, Kentucky. Buckle up and put the phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. A Germantown gem, Four Pegs, is the place to be this spring and summer. Daily preparations by award-winning chef Chris Williams and crew include their well-known smoked meats such as their infamous smoked bologna sandwich and ever-changing flavored wings. And don't forget to check out their new beautiful patio where you can enjoy the full menu and bar. Some special offerings include Wing Wednesdays, Trivia Sundays, and late night happy hours. Four Pegs also features a food truck and catering for hire. It's Four Pegs. They have what you crave. 1053 Goss Avenue. And they're off. It's Derby time in the bluegrass, and Liquor Barn is your favorite place to shop for your favorite Derby essentials. Shop for your favorite beer, bourbon, wine, champagne, and even your favorite victory cigar. Get out of the gate early when you order delivery with Liquor Barn. Place an order for pickup or delivery by downloading the Liquor Barn app, going to liquorbarn.com, or by calling your favorite Liquor Barn store. And don't miss a second of our favorite time of the year. Liquor Barn, where Kentuckians go to celebrate life. From their first steps to their first dance. High chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids. For all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. NortonChildrens.com slash just for kids. For all the care along the way. This is Danny Cruz, head coach of your Louisville City FC. Keep it tuned to ESPN 680 and 105.7 all year for your coverage of our 2023 season. It's time for the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety post-match show. Now, back to Lynn Family Stadium, here's Jeff Milby and Casey Whitfield. This post-game report presented to you by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. 
The Gorski Law Office, final score. Louisville City 1, Lexington Sporting Club nothing. Again, that final score brought to you by the Gorski Law Office. And that zero on the scoreboard for Louisville City defensively means that tonight's game resulted in a Mortensen Family Dental Clean Sheet. A clean game calls for a healthy, clean smile. I'm Jeff Milby, Casey Whitfield alongside uh, Casey A. Big picture, to be neutral about it, a really entertaining game. It turned out to be a thriller. Uh, Chances for both teams. Louisville City goes up in the 69th minute. Lexington did not have that many chances late in the game, but they waited all the way until the end. After three minutes in stoppage time, they had a set piece, and Amadou Dia had to clear the ball off the line with his head to prevent a tying goal and prevent, perhaps fortunately for us and Spencer Brown in studio, extra time tonight. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, trying to be uh, big picture here, as, as I mentioned, the first time two professional teams from Kentucky have ever met Turned out to be a really, really fun game, and Louisville City came out on top. Yeah, I mean, I really think that game could have gone either way throughout it. Both teams creating solid opportunities. Both teams having spells where they were the dominant team. They looked really good. It was a competitive game. It was an exciting game. I liked that both teams are very committed to playing an attractive style of soccer. Neither one of them really were a very physical, like a kick and run, which I I cannot stand that style of soccer. Both of them look to possess the ball. Both of them look to move the ball really nicely. So, I mean, from a spectator standpoint, it was enjoying, it was enjoyable to watch. It was a good soccer game to watch. Now let's turn our attention to maybe a, a more negative perspective to talk about Louisville city, because if you were being critical Given the recent results, given that they lost last weekend five to nothing and a week and a half ago at home three to nothing, and given who the opposition was today, a sporting a Lexington Sporting Club team that is in just its third ever game, a team that is lower down in the pyramid, a league below where Louisville City is, let's just be frank, less talent, also less experience. And Louisville City uh, did not really dominate this game the way they would have wanted to. I mean, Danny Cruz, we played the sound in pregame. He wanted the mentality to come out in 15 or 20 minutes and kill off the confidence for Lexington. And Lexington stayed in the game for over an hour. It was 0-0 up until that Sean Tosh goal in the 69th minute. And they had really in the first half as many decent chances as Louisville City had. It was not that big of a difference between these two teams. And so to be critical of Louisville City, if you're a Louisville City fan looking to pick some nits, you might say that the performance tonight wasn't good enough for a team that is coming off of a historic loss on Saturday night. I mean, I couldn't agree more with that. But before I say anything in that, I do want to give a huge shout-out, though, to Lexington because they looked good. They came out here. They knew they had nothing to lose, and they left it all out on the field. And that's what you expect from teams that are coming into a bigger environment. Now, that being said, Lou City is still the better team. They are still the more established team all around, and I would have expected a more dominant performance from them. I don't think it really was until those substitutes came on in the 60th minute that we really started to see a little bit more dominance offensively. There was just more creativity. There was more ball movement. But even then, I still just don't think the play, the level of play, was where it needs to be to be able to accomplish the goals that we want to accomplish this season. I think it was too slow. I think they're taking way too many touches. They are, they're very indecisive on the ball, and that they're going to pay for that in this coming weekend against Detroit. 
Detroit is not going to let you have that much time on the ball, so too slow on the ball. And the final third, just not aggressive enough when it comes inside the box, not making sharp enough runs, not really having that killer goal-scoring mentality. Yes, we scored a great goal, but there was 13 shots with only three of them on target when you enter the final third 88 times. To me, I just don't think that's good enough results. I mean, you're barely converting when you enter that final third and then defensively I mean to give them an opportunity yes you were outnumbered on that last play but Amadou Dia had to save a ball off the line they had plenty of chances where they could have gotten into it just a little too shaky in the back I know that we haven't been able to be consistent with the lineup I know we haven't been able to really get our flow going because of injuries because of you know all the traveling I get it but these are high level players and I still think the quality is there they just aren't performing up to what they're capable of. All right, let's give Louisville City a little bit of credit. Um, at, we both agree that the performance should have been better tonight, given the opposition. But let's give them en- enough credit to say they found a way to win. Absolutely. After two, Absolutely. After two straight losses, when, when the emotions, you would imagine, are down, when maybe uh, some guy's confidence was down, when perhaps they were questioning themselves, given the way that they were just absolutely shred apart on Saturday night at Sacramento. So they were able to come out at home, return home on a short turnaround also from California, and find a way to win. But it just was not altogether convincing tonight. Uh, But credit that they were able to, to, to find a way to, to pull out a victory. Uh, but there are things to improve. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I do think they found a way to win. They took care of business. They did exactly what they needed to do. I just don't think it was to the level that we all expect of them. And I know we're probably being hypercritical of them, but it's because we know what they're capable of. We know what this team can do. We've seen it. All of the fans have seen it. We saw it last year with a major core returning this year. You'd imagine we'd be able just to build on it. And so to have these moments of like, Ooh, what's going on here? You know, it, it's just a, it's a little concerning. But overall, they found a way to win. It was off a beautiful set piece. They continued to fight into it. They stayed locked in. They didn't allow them to score. They got close, but they didn't allow them to score. So they did what they needed to do tonight. Just wasn't to the level that I think we all expected it to be. And the question remains, if this performance goes out against a, a USL championship right. caliber team, what is the result? What is going like? to be the result? Right. And that's, I think that's the big question mark is, was it truly a better performance tonight to get the win? Or was it the competition wasn't as strong as maybe they're used to playing in the regular season? You know, th- those are be the big question marks. And that's going to be really telling on Saturday. Final statistics. Casey touched on a few of them, but let's go through them just fully here. 13 shots for Louisville City. Three of them resulted uh, or were on target. Uh, including the goal from Sean Tosh. Five shots for Lexington, three on target for them as well. Louisville City with 57% of possession. They led the possession battle really from the opening kickoff. Uh, In terms of corner kicks, six for Louisville City, three for Lexington. All three of those came in the second half for Lexington SC. Uh, The foul situation, there were 26 combined fouls, 14 called against Louisville City, and five bookings tonight uh four of them to lexington one shown to dlamini in the first half and then three in the second half muhammad james and robertson late in stoppage time robertson was the one that was shown the yellow card for that foul after the goal line clearance and for louisville city palo del piccolo was booked in the 71st minute all five of those yellow cards are of course world of beer yellow cards and of course as we mentioned the goal scored 
by Sean Tosh in the 69th minute, assisted by Paolo Del Piccolo. That was the difference between these two teams. One segment to go before we say goodnight. We will continue to analyze the game and look ahead to Saturday night. Louisville City back at home once again on Saturday night, back in league play in USL championship play. They host Detroit City uh, Saturday afternoon, I should say, at 3 o'clock. Coverage beginning at 2.45 here on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app. And if you choose to come out, lucity.com slash tickets, 502 Lucy City are your avenues to find seats for that one. One segment to go. Again, the final score tonight, Louisville City 1, Lexington nothing. You're listening to the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety postgame wrap on ESPN Louisville. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restriction supply, see site for details. Energy comes in a world of forms. So LG and E and KU are creating Kentucky's sustainable energy future using a mix of sources. The right mix of balanced and flexible, of responsible and affordable. With new thinking and investing in modern natural gas plants, four times more solar than previously planned, and our most customer efficiency programs ever. The right mix, moving us toward a cleaner energy future today. Has your home or business ever been broken into? Are you tired of paying false alarm fines? I'm Ken Kraft, owner of Sonatrol Security in Louisville, the number one rated security company in Kentucky. We use patented audio and video verification to confirm that alarms are real before ever dispatching the police. Sonatrol is the only company that uses this technology. This means zero false alarms and faster police response. Call us today for a custom system, 502-966-8999. Nansen Craft Florist, family owned and operated in Louisville since 1850. A local one-stop shop for flowers, whether it's for a special occasion or no reason at all. Nansen Craft Florist, 141 Breckenridge Lane. Call 502-897-6551 for nationwide shipping and same-day local delivery for any occasion. Online at nansencraft.com. Remember, you don't need a reason to brighten someone's day with beautiful flowers from Nansen Craft. Proud partner of Louisville City FC. Louisville City fans, this is Noel McCabe. Tune in to Soccer City at 6 p.m. each Thursday on ESPN 680-1057 and the ESPN Louisville app to hear exclusive conversations with players like me. Welcome back to our final segment of tonight's what ultimately was a lengthy broadcast. We went on the air three and a half hours ago, Casey, <laughs> and we're still here. <laughs> still here. We had a dang football game tonight. Uh, Kentucky Office of Highway Safety presents your postgame wrap-up tonight. Again, the Gorski Law Office final score, Louisville City 1 to nothing over Lexington to advance in the U.S. Open Cup. You can watch the next round draw tomorrow night on the Bleacher Report app or on the Bleacher Report football YouTube channel. That is on at 6.30 to find out who Louisville City will advance to face in the next round of this U.S. Open Cup, again, in a single elimination tournament. Uh, Casey, looking ahead, neither of us will be on the call on Saturday. It'll be Jeff Greer and former Lou City midfielder George Davis IV here on ESPN Louisville beginning at 245 for a game against Detroit City. We saw Detroit City against Louisville three times last year. Um, it is a little bit of a rivalry, I'll say. Detroit City, we know their fans are as 
loud and proud as any in the USL. They pack Keyworth Stadium up in Detroit. Uh, we saw some, some emotional affairs uh, up there particularly. Uh, and then also a very close game down here. Louisville City had to come from behind two to nothing uh, in, in that game to ultimately uh, force a result um, late in the season last year. So we're expecting a very competitive game. Pride is on the line with both fan bases. It should be a lot of fun. And Louisville City, to just belabor the point we had in the first segment, they've got a lot uh, to continue to improve on if they want to come away with a, all three points in that game. I mean, it's going to be an absolute battle. Like We thought tonight was a battle. That game is going to be a true battle, and I think Lou City can go into it feeling a little more confident being able to get the win tonight, to be able to overcome the weather, overcome a team that was literally throwing everything at them. They were able to handle that. Wasn't the best performance, but they did the job, and so they're going to be able to go in holding their heads a little higher, coming into Detroit. Hopefully the weather's better. We can get some more fans out here, get the energy in the stadium lifted. But, I mean, we know Detroit. It's always a physical game. It's always a fun game to watch, and it's going to be a tough test for them. Another great opportunity, though, for them to be able to continue to claw their way back, get their confidence back going, get the ball moving in the right direction for the rest of the season. I think it's going to be a fun match. Detroit, as they were last year, led by former Louisville City forward Antoine Hopeno. Again, that game coming up at 3 o'clock on Saturday afternoon, 245 PM is your coverage here on ESPN Louisville. LouCity.com slash tickets or 502 Lou City to get your seats for that game. Your next opportunity to see racing Louisville here at home, that's at the end of the month. you got plenty of time to prepare, 24 days in fact, because that game comes up on April 29th. Racing Louisville off this weekend, and they've got two straight road games over the next couple of weeks at Portland and at, uh, at, uh, at Angel City. Go ahead, Casey. Well, I'll say not only do we get to see Opino next weekend, we also get a local kid who had been playing in Miami, played with us for a little while, went to Miami, now is at Detroit, Richard Ballard. He'll be back with Detroit next weekend, so super excited to see him as well. So, again, that game coming up 3 o'clock on Saturday. Let's close it out tonight after a lengthy night for Spencer Brown back in the studio. Casey Whitfield, I'm Jeff Milby. Again, the final score, Louisville City wins it one to nothing over Lexington in the first ever meeting between these two teams to advance in the U.S. Open Cup. It's back to USL play on Saturday. Until then, so long. Experience the power and excitement of live events with Ticket Smarter. You can find seats to more than 125,000 live events, ranging from sports to concerts and theater productions on TicketSmarter.com. Ticket Smarter is proud to partner with over 300 colleges and universities, as well as more than 35 conferences. Ticket Smarter provides a safe and secure way to buy and sell tickets to your favorite events. The next time you need tickets, think smarter. Think Ticket Smarter. That boy of mine, he sure does take after me. I love football, he loves football. I put ketchup on my eggs, he puts ketchup on his. I didn't wear my seatbelt, neither did he. So nothing's going to be the same ever again. So please, show your kids what a good driver does. Buckle up and put your phone down. Paid with funds through the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. From their first steps to their first dance, high chairs to high school. At Norton Children's, we know that when you're a parent, one thing stays the same through every stage. Their health is the most important thing in the world to you, which is why it's the only thing we do. Caring just for kids, for all the little things, the big things, and everything in between. 
NortonChildrens.com slash Just for Kids for all the care along the way. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Unlike those overly sweetened and overly caffeinated energy drinks, we drink Focus here at ESPN Louisville because it has the right amount of caffeine. That allows us to consume it multiple times a day without exceeding the recommended amount of caffeine or interfering with sleep. Plus, it's clean, crisp, it has great flavor, but without that artificial sweetness you find in all those energy drinks. Pick up Focus at Kroger in Louisville where you'll find their newest flavors, strawberry, kiwi, and watermelon. Or save 15% when you use code ESPN15 at drinkfocus.com. Focus. P-H-O-C-U-S, what energy drink should be. Jefferson Animal Hospital and Regional Emergency Center has been serving Louisville and Southern Indiana communities open 24 hours, 365 days for emergency and routine examinations. Does your pet currently need vaccines? A middle-of-the-night appointment provides the same high-quality care and affordable cost as a regular mid-afternoon appointment. At Jefferson Animal 24-Hour Hospital, doctors and trained staff are always here to care for your pet. Schedule your pet's next checkup at jeffersonanimalhospital.com. The sounds of spring can often be followed by the sounds of a broken air conditioner. So if you hear your AC unit making some unwanted noises, then call DFH Company today. When you buy a complete train system, receive 18-month special financing, $600 in instant rebates, and a 10-year parts and labor warranty. Right now, when you buy a full train system, receive a 10-year part and labor warranty and 18-month special financing. It's hard to stop a train, so call DFH Company at 968-6222 or look them up online at dfhcompany.com. Subject to credit approval. At Cooper's Craft, we know the barrel makes the bourbon. That's why we make the barrels. Our master coopers raise our barrels by hand, then toast and char the white oak to craft distinct expressions. From the gentle character of our original 82.2 proof to our bold barrel reserve, 100 proof. We use our barrel expertise to build better bourbon from the ground up. Cooper's Craft, drink responsibly. Cooper's Craft Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. 41.1 to 50% alcohol by volume. Brown Foreman, Louisville, Kentucky. <laughs> 